Welcome to an action-packed episode of <laughs> Nerds the Podcast. Uh, this week, there's some secrets. There's a chamber of secrets. It's in the rear of my pantalones. And I'm going to open it now. Reveal What's us. the business, y'all? It's your boy, Justin954, back on the podcast. And we have a special guest tonight. I'm not a guest. I posted on the <laughs> today. I, listen, I'm back from the dead. Hey guys, it's Keith. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, we're Keith, we're gonna Keith, better known for being on the other, <laughs> less cool nerds, the podcast show, just plain old nerds. Yeah, just on the rails. Yeah, nerds on the rails. Uh, freshly cocked bathtubs and <laughs> pergolas. Four hundred one k's, fucking yeah, a savings. Four hundred one k's and babies. A healthy savings account, you know, all that good stuff. I bet I, you this motherfucker owns a vacuum. <laughs> one, <laughs> one. <laughs> son, come on, son. I probably have five vacuums. <laughs> I got many, like ten right, vacuums. How many power drills would you say you have? I mean, you wouldn't need that many, but I bet you have more than one, Aaron, unless you have a really nice one. Aaron, you still holding my my loner power drill? <laughs> yeah, I still have <laughs> battery back. I got three. Yeah. No, no, okay, no. Nice. No, no, no. I got four. Listen, guys, I don't have a problem. They each have their own function. All right, you got the loner for the friends. You got the impact, uh, you know, cordless impact. I should say, you know, it's the you only the time a loner has friends. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Okay, so we got the loner, we got the impact drill for like impact concrete, should I assume? Yeah, you got the corded. Okay. That's it, that's four. That's three. Loner, tip impact, drilling. driver, and corded, sorry. Oh, okay. Tip drilling, tip drilling. So this week we're going to talk about uh, the PS5 oh, review. We're going to talk about power tools, okay? You didn't ask me about the vacuums, okay? Yeah, we're keeping that in the power bottoms corner where you exist. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing back forcefully. <laughs> no, that yeah, that's when you're riding some dick and you fuck back, bro. Yeah, that's actually really just okay. <laughs> I, listen, if and when I'm ever getting fucked in my ass, I'm fucking back. You better believe it. I'm putting in God's work. I'm, I'm doing Goodness. the Lord's work, and I'm I'm working hard. You're crunching cheeks. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, man. so we're going to talk the PS5 reveal, um, and as Keith mentioned, he did post something on our Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. You can keep that naming convention going forward on Twitch, uh, YouTube, and uh, our Gmail, which is nerds the podcast at gmail.com. And if you like Instagram, we rarely post, but Keith may accidentally post a dick pic there, and that's at nerd podcast. I posted there today, actually, oh. with a picture. <laughs> oh yeah, The Last of Us. You had the inflection of an Irish accent, but didn't do it. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "I posted there today." <laughs> that was a terrible the, Irish. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I am Irish. Hey, <laughs> the look at the Irish. Um, yeah. So we're gonna do. It's a big, big, big list of things. Um, it was a pretty packed reveal. So. Yeah. Um, it's probably uh, not probably. It's the only thing we're going to talk about, um, unless Keith, if you wanted to talk a little bit about if you got to play any Last of Us, my copy just got here literally five minutes before we recorded, so I have not played. I got to uh, 
put it in the PlayStation and download the data disc. Because, yes, it is two discs. Ugh, that's the new fad now. Yeah, well, they're fantasy. just... Yeah, they're pushing the... Uh, I think they're just pushing the limits of what you can put on a Blu-ray. I mean, not I think. They have pushed the limits of what you can put on a Blu-ray. Um, yeah. I will say I accidentally spoiled something for myself today. I was just... Um, Last of Us? Dreamcast guy put out his review, so it was spoiler-free, but I looked at the comments because I just wanted to see, like, Ooh. you know, I don't know, I was, I forget, he said something and I wanted to see if someone commented on it, you know, like, just, it's one of those things you know someone's going to be in the comments talking some shit, so I was like, oh, okay, and so I saw uh, one little spoiler, but it's, it's not, I mean. You've avoided all the other spoilers? I've avoided every single That's spoiler. That's crazy, because they're everywhere, and it's like. Like I said before, it's the type of spoiler that can be said within like a couple of words, and that's awesome. Because I mean, I mean, whatever. I mean, I okay. I, I know the f- way the first one ends, and I've been thinking about replaying the first one because I don't. I I got kind of far in it, and then it got like really hard and annoying, and I don't know. There's just something about the first one I didn't really care for, but I know it's. I might give it another try. So, because I'm, I'm almost getting the itch to like just buy this one just because, but I don't want to fall no, into you can that. Just borrow mine, hole. dude. <laughs> you true. already know I'm the library, baby. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, was it? Oh yeah, I was gonna say the first game I loved. I loved the story quite a bit. Like I really enjoyed it, but I did almost rage quit like twice. I, I don't do well with stealth. Like I don't like forced stealth because it's not my play style generally. Yeah. Um. And so I avoid stealth games. That's why I don't play Metal Gear. Like I don't play any of those games because I just don't like stealth. Like I don't want to be like slow and plotting all the time. You know, I yeah. like the option. Like I played a full Oblivion run, um, as a stealth archer because I could snipe people. You know, I'll just headshot them, they'd explode, and then I'd keep on moving. But I don't like to be forced. You know, um. So I did get through it and I loved it. But I'm thinking. I may just play with the difficulty as I go through. Like, if it's manageable, like, you can lower it and raise it as you go. Like, if I just hit a wall, I'm just going to go to easy, you know, like a baby town, and then just get through it and then go up. Because you don't want to die in the school. If you die in the school, you will hate yourself. In the first Um, one? If you don't have enough enough weapons when you're in the school, you will hate yourself. Yeah, I hear something like that. You go, you can find you can find yourself in situations where you're out of ammo. I hear, and it gets really difficult uh, at times because you have to like kill the enemies, and hopefully they drop some ammo. So like, there's some areas apparently that you could get stuck, like where you have like four bullets, but you have to kill like three dudes and whatever a bloater is and a runner, and then it can be done. But like, I don't know. Somehow, like resource management is important, and you can find a way to. Kind of fuck yourself. And Seth Meyers played it on like the hardest mode, right? Of course. Of course. He fucking glutton for punishment. Of course he did. Where resources are super limited. Um, yeah. So then you switch your play style up for a little bit more stealth kill. Um, you know, you're doing a lot more chokes, a lot more shivs. Um, you're doing a lot more very stealthy kills because you have no other resources. So if you get yourself in a pinch where you have no resources, then um, your only way out would be to switch up your play style and sneak around. Word. Even though sometimes fucking with the difficulty, you're going to remove the ability for some trophies. So I don't just, care like, about disqualify. that. Yeah, I, don't, I realize I don't care about trophies. 
Um, I was just talking to you, actually, so I'm going to jump into my week. Um, it's been. It's been. Because uh, that kind of flows right in. So I beat um, Trials of Mana for the second time on hard. Uh, I did bump the difficulty down one time for one boss fight because I tried it a couple times and I was like, ugh, I'm annoyed. So I just, I was like, I just want to beat it, you know? I just want to get through and get to um, get the um the trophy for beating the bot like the secret actual end game boss uh on hard so i just dropped it because you have to get these orbs uh one for each of your characters to get the fourth class change that you do and uh the one i hadn't played like you know you have a party of three and i main main one of them and so the other one was like the caster and i just was getting wrecked by because uh, you fight like her like a shadow version of her um, each one has a different mm-hmm. boss you have to fight and for a different flavor and a different reason but um, you have to fight it solo as her uh, and it was kicking my ass it was just casting spells and fucking me up and it was on hard so I just bumped it down to normal and beat it um, but I was telling you I was going to just do the platinum because I knew like okay I have a couple of trophies left uh, it's little stuff you know like beat the secret uh, a secret boss the black rabbite and uh, so I was like alright I'll do that and then there's two more bosses, and I'm like, okay, they must be the like two other secret bosses. And then <laughs> I looked it up because I'm like, I need to know where they're at. You know, they don't really tell you their secrets. You know, you're supposed to look it up. And I, <laughs> they're the two bosses. So each character that so you pick a main character and then two party members. So each there's three bosses that you fight, um, that are these the penultimate boss. And two of the characters share that as their like penultimate boss. Turns out I picked two that share the, this one, so there's two more I gotta do. So I have to beat it another two times. <laughs> so I was uh-huh. like, oh, I'm not gonna platinum it. It's fine. Cause like I'm okay. How long is it? Mm, well, so to do um, like if you need to rush through two more times, like fuck everything. I just want, I just want to kill the boss. To do the the second playthrough was like so I beat the first part like the per- first playthrough I think about thirty hours because I did some farming and stuff, uh, and then I'm at forty something like forty hours and thirty minutes on the second one so it was a quicker playthrough and now I'm level ninety nine so I could just I would just have to change the main character, um, and then but I'd have to beat it two more times and so it would just be like you have to do a lot of shit. And I mean, I could get through it by just running from every fight because the way that it works is it is uh, an action RPG. So it's not like a turn-based change battle screens, but it does put up an artificial ring around your area to fight while you're, you know, while you're fighting. But if you just run to the edge, you escape, you know, you can, it takes like a two second timer and then you can run away. Um, So you can do that. Um, And since I'm level 99, I, you know, I'm 99 on the main people uh and 71 on the other three so either way i'm like over leveled pretty high so okay. i could technically just run through it on like go to beginner and just kill everything in three hits and then do it but i was trying to get the platinum because i really enjoyed the game actually i i only have one platinum trophy it's bloodborne right now um and i was like well i can get this one you know i'm like really come three quarters of the way through dark souls remastered platinum Dark Souls 2, I'm at like 68%, so that would be... And that that one's a motherfucker. 
you gotta do mm-hmm. you gotta do all of the NPC quest lines. <laughs> like yeah, they make you get the armor sets of every NPC that you can, and you can't just kill them to get them. You have to finish their quest line, and then they leave their armor somewhere for you. Because you know, I think in Dark Souls Two, each of them hollows and loses their memory, so they just become naked like Vendrick and go run away somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that one's a no go. I was gonna try and just say fuck it. I'm gonna platinum each Dark Souls. You know, I'm just gonna do it. And because I was so close on remaster, when I got to like, I think I'm at like eighty nine percent. And so when I was at like seventy five percent or something, I was like, I'm just gonna do it. You know, it's it's hard, but not that hard. Like then I started looking, and I have to get all the magic, all the pyromancies, and all the miracles. Which miracles is pretty easy. I'm I think I have that one. But I have to get Pyromancy's magic and then you have to get Knight's Honor. And Knight's Honor is a bitch. You have to get every single special weapon. <laughs> so it's like a new game plus three build. You have to go through every new game to a uh, new game three times to get each boss weapon, because you know a lot of them have two. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's a bitch. So <laughs> Dark Souls three I'm pretty I, I have a pretty f- uh, I think I'm at like 70% through it too. And that one's another one I was going to do. But I was like, it's a bitch. They make you farm fucking covenants, and that's a bitch to me. Yeah, that sucks. But so anyways, yeah. I, I'm moving on from um, Trials of Mana. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a very fun, like, kind of turn your brain off and play kind of game, you know? It's not hard. There's a couple times I got my ass kicked. You know, I died here and there, but... For the most part, you're just kind of rolling around attacking shit. You know, it's like just getting out of obvious. Uh, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Where you, where the bosses tell you where they're gonna fucking hit. Damn it! Giant enemy crabs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a uh, something with a T. Uh, telegraph. Uh, oh, okay. You get out of telegraph. You know, magic blast zones or fucking whatever. Um. Yeah, it's fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm going to recommend you play it eventually. I mean, you know, I'm not going to force it on you, but I think you'd have fun with it. And Yeah, and that one was which one again? Because Trials, Trials of Mana? Trials of Mana. So that one is okay. the sequel to Secret of Mana that yeah. came out in Japan only. They did a remake now, and it's a really good remake. Like, it performs really well. The voice acting is really goofy here and there, so, like, I, I would ignore it. And it sucks because it's a little bit weird too. What's that? Is the translation a little bit weird? Sometimes, but not really that bad. You know. Mm. <laughs> you said you know, and then had nothing to say, didn't you? Me? I didn't say I know. I said, uh, I say it's old. Mm. Yeah, it's it's definitely an old school game. Like it, it's a remake and a um, like a upgraded remake but it's a super nintendo game so it they really stuck true to what it was um but it's fun i i really enjoyed it um i'm gonna give it a f- a four out of five yeah that's gonna be my final score i would I do you, what's that yeah you know, i'm just laughing because you sound very unsure of that well <laughs> i would i would want to do a four and a half but i'm not doing halves anymore 
So what's what gives it that extra half to make it a near perfect game for you? Then there's like I wish the voice acting was better. Um, I wish armor pieces showed. So your weapons change, but your armor never does. It once you change your class, your armor looks different. But you know, I would love to have that be something that also changed. But I'm also playing Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky second chapter. I love that game and nothing changes when nothing graphically changes when you equip things because it's a fucking PSP game. <laughs> so it's like if you look up the Trails in the Sky uh games, you'll see like they are they are what like a Super Nintendo JRPG looked like but with high res textures. You know like 2D sprites on a 3D plane, but really nice yep. smooth sprites. Like it's not like, you know, 16 bit. It's, you know, whatever 128 bits or it's fucking like playstation 2 graphics but uh this man second chapter is so good i am all in on these legend of heroes trails of games the kiseki games my god they are good if anyone out there likes jrpgs and haven't had a good one in a while because you know the newer gens they don't really do them anymore they're like these new action flavored games you know everything jrpg is like psych it's an action game slash away this is like yeah. old school, you know, turn-based. It has some, it's almost, it's weird. It's like a blend of a strategy and an RPG because it has a gridded movement system. So your character has a range of movement. Um, and sometimes, you know, a, a, uh, an ability used will push an enemy away. So then your next character has to walk over to them and they might not be able to get close enough. So there's a little bit of strategy there, but it's, the story is so good. And mm -hmm. I, I have... So I have second chapter to finish. I, I know I'm almost, I'm like two chapters from the end. So I'm probably another 15 hours away. And I'm at like 40 hours or 30, I think I'm at 35 hours right now. And that's playing with, because I have nine games to get through <laughs> and not a lot of time, I use Cheat Engine and I gave myself money and crystals because you make spell so you have these things called orbaments in the game and they are like a wrist mounted thing that you slot crystals into and those crystals then enable magic so you can cast so they're like spells. material yes it's material basically but you can combine in so you get a total of seven slots i believe and the order you put your crystals in the in the orbament can unlock special spells so if anyone plays it there is there are guides on the internet, and I recommend using those, like a game fact guide that I use that tells you, like, hey, at this point, use this um, this setup because it'll unlock this really strong spell that's, like, really good to have. You know, it's, like, does a yeah. AoE or whatever, you know? And if not, I would never have known. Like, I was just putting on, like, they have, each one gives you something. So it's, like, HP, you know, and it gives you a 10% boost, and then it goes up to, like, HP 4 because you know it scales as or they the crystals that you can make scale as you go up. So HP four will give you forty percent extra HP or whatever you know some number, but it also unlocks heal, then healaga, healara, whatever you know their version of that. Uh, but then the order that heal, you put them heal in heal doesn't turn into healaga. I think it goes heal into cure into cura. Cura, yeah, well, it's cure, cura, curaga, and yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But anyways, so I in this one, uh, I just did that, and it sucks because 
I didn't get to import my save for some reason. It wouldn't work. I don't know why. Like I couldn't import my save from first chapter to second, and I missed out on one piece. You get one piece of materia basically for for that, and some just some dialogue. Which the dialogue I'm kind of bummed about missing out on because you know that I'm really enjoying the characters and the story. But um, so anyways, yeah, I cheated. Whatever. But I gave myself money because you. I just didn't want to have to farm, you know, yeah. and. I the last game I beat in about thirty five hours, and that was with about five to six hours on a Saturday that I just sat around farming, and so I was like, I've got nine games to get through, and I really like the story, so I'm just gonna not farm, uh, and, and so I'm at thirty four hours, pl- and I still have about probably ten to fifteen, um, and that's with the game comes with um, like the PC ports come with a uh, hold right bumper and you move at whatever percentage you want. You set it up when you start the game. Um, and so I have it at six per, or six times <laughs> speed. So when I'm running, it's like wow. super fast. So you got to think that's a, Can you still control it. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's not easy. So I kind of just turn it on and off as I'm running to like, you know, when I see a curve coming ahead, I turn it off and like kind of curve, but it also, if you hold it down, it it speeds up battle at six times as well, which is really cool. So, nice. think about those games must have been seventy hours on PSP. Yeah, you know, and that's three PSP games that came to America, and then I've got two in between. Uh, then then I move on to um, Trails of Cold Steel, which came to PS3 and now PS4. So. You know, each of those games is that much time. So I'm using whatever I can get until I get to PS4, which will have no speed mode, no nothing, you know. But I'm loving it. It's really good. And other than that, I got a chat ban on League. (laughs) And it's so funny. I was playing with Greg uh, from Comic Slobs. And uh, some guy was just talking shit for no, like, he was mad because he was playing we were playing aram which is all random all mid meaning one lane and that it, like you don't get to pick your champ it just gives you whoever you are i mean you can you get rerolls every certain amount of games you get a new you know a reroll that you can use to hopefully get a better champ but um i was a damage character and he was like a tanky guy so he kept going in and dying and he's like if our dps would do any damage and i was like stop jumping into five people <laughs> I'm not going to out damage five people hitting you at once. Like, be smart. And so then he okay, kept talking. Yep. No, I was going to say, like, okay, that sounds normal, but what got you banned? Oh, so then. <laughs> yeah. Making this sound real nice for you right well, now. Well, no. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we know how you get. No, no, no. Yeah. At first, I was just like, stop jumping into people. And then so he kept saying it. And I was like, so I started saying, <laughs> I started saying, you little stupid ass bitch. <laughs> I kept saying it, and he was getting mad, but I was just quoting the song, you know, the little stupid-ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you, and I kept saying that, and then I would switch it up to, you little dumb-ass bitch, (laughs) and so he was like, you're getting reported for toxic behavior, and I was like, report yourself to your parents for being a bitch, and then I I was literally, after I was on Discord, and to Greg, I was like, I'm probably gonna get chat banned for that one. (laughs) And immediately afterwards, I got a chat ban. Like, as we were waiting for the next game to start, I was like, oh, I got a chat ban. <laughs> uh, and then that was 10 games, and now I'm back to no no chat ban. But. Okay. Yeah. I I normally just say, anyone who says no to a surrender, when I'm trying to surrender, I'm like, you a hoe. 
I say, whoever said no, you a hoe. And normally, you know, I don't get banned. That's about the extent of it now. But that guy made me mad, so I called him a little stupid-ass bitch. And then he was like, I reported you. And I was like, report yourself to Spotify and go listen to the song I was quoting, you dummy. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Deftones is releasing a 20th anniversary edition of uh, White Dude. Pony called Black Stallion. No, no they're releasing a remix. Of a it. remix, I'm sorry, yeah. Dude, um, I am just wonder. I It's so exciting. It's that's such exciting news. All I'm looking forward to next is who's like who's on it. Yeah. Like who's remixing it, you know? Like it's such a cool thing. I'm not really into remixes and electronic music. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of like down tempo droney electronic shit, which is fine. If you look up the John Carpenter's albums, he put an albums out a couple albums out called The Lost Tapes or some oh, shit. Oh yeah. And uh, they're really great. I have all of them, right? And then he dropped a remix one where a bunch of people just took old John Carpenter songs and just did remixes. And I think even Trent Reznor might have done one of them, one of the tracks. Yeah. Uh, so it's so exciting to 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 think like with the connections Radio, uh, Radiohead, Deftones has, and their whole kind of aesthetic and vibe. It's this is I mean this could be anything. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be mediocre. But there's a really good possibility that we are about to get a dope ass fucking remix of like one of the dopest albums. Yeah. Because White Pony is Oof. a banger. It's a it classic. Is, it's a classic of an album. Dude. If you're out there and you've never listened to Deftones or it's not your thing, I can recommend you so many other things. And yeah, you don't have to start a White Pony. But White Pony is kind of the definitive Deftones yeah. album almost. Yeah. They're all kind great, of, but White Pony is their most, I think commercially successful album i think even sonically it's just yeah. like it, it is it is like the most commercial fucking hey it's just it's just full of bangers man it's yeah. full of like incredible songs so i really trust them to where like it it puts an excitement in me that i'm kind of stoked about actually on when i talk about my shit same shit some uh, an album from 20 years ago is getting remade and put out by one of my favorite bands of all time and it's a similar thing and it's like fuck dude i can't wait to hear what this is going to be like oh and... i'm done with my week so you can go right ahead okay um i have a couple things i mean because I, I i once again since the last show i've probably bought five or six video games same i, I was... continue to buy games like an idiot <laughs> um so so we'll get into so that's the first thing i'll bring up is so looking forward to deftones white pony black black stallion um then also uh, this band called this uh, Swedish uh, melodic death metal band, In Flames. Ooh, In Flames is They're great. really, really good. So they had an album in uh, 20 years ago that was called Clayman. And it's a really, really dope album with really cool songs like Clayman and... Um, I forgot the other fucking titles right now. Uh, but they are not re-releasing the album like, oh, it's been 20 years, here you go. So what they're doing is they're having the entire album remixed, but not in a de not like Deftones. They're having it remixed, like they're taking the original tapes, and I forgot who it is, but a very famous guy, this dude who like fucking does like some of the biggest shit ever, is like remastering the original tapes, and he's gonna make it sound better. And then also they're taking four of they took four of the like more known songs on that album, and the and completely re-recorded them last year like retracked them new so imagine 
It's like imagine if somebody was like, oh, I've been drawing my whole life. I'm an artist. Here's a piece I did 20 years ago. I'm going to redraw it with all the talent I've grown now. So they're taking four of the songs from that album, completely re-recording them and re- like making them like not changing the songs, but just kind of re-recording them with today's technology. And they already released one of them. And it's really crazy to hear like the same song note for note, but the difference 20 years in production can make because back then they used to sound uh, not, they were always like really precise and shit, but it had kind of a dirty feel to it. Cause it would, they were just like Swedish fucking death metal kids mm-hmm. at young men. So it has like this kind of rough edge to it later on in their career. People said they sold out because they eventually got a really clean, very big cinematic sound and people were like, oh, they they uh, sold out, blah, blah, blah. And then in an interview, Anders Frieden once said, like, nah, man, we always wanted to sound like this, but we didn't have the ability to. We didn't have the equipment, the knowledge. We always wanted this big kind of soundscape. Like one of their albums is called Soundtrack to Your Escape or Reroute to Remain. And it's just dope shit. Like this is one of my favorite albums that got me into metal back when I was a freaking ninth grader, 10th grader. And... Uh, to have them re-releasing it with new art and a new booklet and remastering the whole album and then four songs re-recorded, it's just super sick, man. It's a super fun thing. I just I pre-ordered it already, so hopefully my copy shows up in September because um, I fucked up and I, I saw they had a pre-order with like four different versions depending on who you buy it from. And I was like, hey, I'll think about it. And then I came back the next day and they were all sold out except for like two. And I was like, oh, shit. So I went ahead and ordered that. So props to Inflames and Deptones for doing dope shit. They got a uh, different color vinyl and everything, um, depending on where you order. And then there's yeah. a sort of depending on um, the country it goes to, too. Yeah, I got the Nuclear Blast version. That's the label, Nuclear Blast. I believe it's orange and splatter. Well, okay, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's really dope. Uh, so games that I bought. Okay, so... I bought two games a couple days ago, and they're both really bad. <laughs> that sucks, man. Uh, they're both games that I've wanted to play for a long time. One of them is uh, <clears throat> Saint Seiya Soldier's Soul. Saint Seiya is an anime series, old school anime, I believe from the 80s, early 90s. And it's about like Zodiac. So everyone's like a Zodiac thing and like Thor and shit, Pegasus and all that stuff. And it's an arena fighter the way that the Naruto games, Naruto games, uh, Naruto um it's, it's not a game so of course right yeah so it's um it's like an arena fighter and it looks fairly simple and plain everyone's got really exaggerated armor but they all kind of look the same and uh, i get the combat it's not very good and the cutscene stuff it's all like all the cutscenes take place like in the stages like there's just like there's cutscenes but they're literally just standing on the stages and the stages are the stages are just flat uh, it's pretty shitty. I don't like the way it plays. I get the gameplay. I don't like it. It's a waste of money. I did get it on sale for $12, I think, 13 I've been wanting to play this game since PS3. So I will, like, I'm I'm okay that I bought it. I don't feel bad that I bought it, but I'm happy I didn't spend 60 on it. You a cool thing. PS4? Yeah, I downloaded it. Uh, so, yeah, because it was on PS3, then they upgraded it to PS4. Uh, one thing I did notice, which was neat, is because it's not a very big anime in America at all. Not many people even know what the fuck it is. So, oh, okay, whatever. I wonder what this anime is. Then I noticed in the options, there's three language settings. There's OG Japanese, Spanish, and uh, 
Brazil Portuguese. So Portuguese, right? Brazilian. I'm like, why do they have Portuguese, right? So I try, I put it in Portuguese because I love that. It's just a dope language. Portuguese language is really, really neat to listen to. But it showed me a weird thing about our brains. I'm not used to reading subtitles while listening to that language. And my brain's trying to read the subtitles and listen to the Portuguese. And it's freaking me out. I can't do it. But yeah. when I put Japanese on, it's almost like we've been so accustomed to listening to Japanese voiceovers that we can kind of... Japanese is kind of a passive language, I think. It's not very, like, strong. Like, you know how, like, German's like a very... Like, it's a very aggressive language. Something about the Portuguese is, like, I, I have trouble reading the, the subtitles while listening to it. But it's cool to, like... I, I would recommend anybody who knows other languages to find out if your games have different language settings because I've been doing that with the game I have been playing, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, sometimes I'll set it to Spanish since I speak Spanish and I'll play it. And it's really interesting playing a game in like another language and understanding it. I, it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty neat. But anyways, Saint Seiya Soldier Soul is a out of five. I'm going to give it a three. But if I had halves, it'd be a two and a half. Fucking sucks. Um, <clears throat> the other game I bought, I was looking forward to. I knew it was going to be bad. But it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven. Oh, shit. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is the shit, right? So we have the OG, not the OG, but we have the PS1 fighting game made by fucking Capcom. That game was awesome. 2D, 2D sprite-based fighting game by Capcom with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters. That so game is incredible. Change, yeah. Yeah, it's an incredible game. They actually did a, re a really well-done remaster that's only available on PS3. Not sure why it's not available on PS4. It's not even available on PS Now, uh, which is worth it, definitely. Uh, but then they came out with a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle for the PS3, which was a 3D fighting game, but still 2D, but with a dodge button. It was all right, serviceable. So now we have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes of Heaven, which is another arena fighter. So it's like you're running around with really shitty, like kind of like base controls. It's like platform fighter. It's like you're running around and like fighting enemies, but like you can like fall off the roof. Um, presentation, top notch, amazing, fucking awesome. It's JoJo's man, amazing presentation. That is one of the worst games I've played in so long. It's it just is. a shit. It's a shit game. It's just a bad game. It plays it, like trash. It got good reviews. It, I mean, maybe because it's JoJo's. It's because no. it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and especially uh, nowadays, it's like really popping. It's always been very popular. The presentation is awesome. If you're a manga nerd, it's a really cool kind of other universe kind of story. It's like takes place at the end of the. It's one of those like mashup games, like where, you know, they'll take a series and they'll be like, uh, like a crossover dimensional shit happens and like everybody's there. It's like that. Okay. Uh, but the gameplay, it is a bad game. And you could even go watch gameplay and you look at it and you go, oh, that doesn't look fun at all. It like just looks like a bad game. Of, uh, of like the, the square space, uh, the environment, fighting in that environment. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe one day well, you can try it out because I've been trying to like it. I'm, so with Saint Seiya, something happened where I put it in and I'm like, oh, this game sucks. It's broken. It's bad. And then I didn't dig far enough to find the tutorial to learn all the specific mechanics. And then I realized, oh, I just wasn't playing it right. Then I learned how to play it. And I realized, okay, it's a serviceable game, but I don't really dig it that much. The JoJo's game, I, I may, I'm, maybe I just haven't learned how to play it. That game fucking blows. So, <laughs> GameStop gave, gave it a 6 out of 10. Metacritic, 61%. Uh, Push Square gave it a 5 out of 10. 
but uh, what's alarming is is when you get in like Google and stuff, it's like a four point seven out of five, you know, stars. Jesus, um, it's because it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. People love it, and it deserves the love because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is fucking awesome. The, it's very fun. Um, the the I, first question that people ask Google is, "Why is Eyes of Heaven so laggy?" <laughs> it's a bad game. It's a bad game. That's why. Yeah. Well, it came uh, out in 2015. You know, it's five years later. True. So yeah, I got it for 12 bucks. I mean, as always, well, there's think, great sales going on. You would think with five years worth of patching, it might fucking play better. <laughs> I think. I think it's the core gameplay was just. It was just a. I think it was just a shitty game. Somebody made. They just made a. I, it's almost like they jumped on the bandwagon of. Um, the like all these arena fighters, like how there was J Star's Victory Versus, then there was the Shonen Jump game. Remember, everyone was hyped about that Shonen yep. game that mm-hmm. that uh, it had like Goku, Naruto, Naruto, Goku, uh, guy from One Piece, everything. Yeah, Luffy, um, and then that game came out, and it was like realistic, and they're like in the modern world, and then it came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, this game's really bad. It's really really bad game. You can't get you can't give it away. It's a bad game. Quick, yeah, it's uh, a bad game." Quick correction on herself. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, did come out on PS One, but I have it on Dreamcast. Uh, it oh, also- the the fighter, the fighting game. Yeah, the original one. Yeah. Yeah, I got. I had it on PS One. I might still have my disc. I feel really bad. I stole that game. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it. I stole. I stole it from a GameStop back when they used to have like the bargain bins, and they would just keep the games in it. Really. And it was like they wanted like. $25, 30 dollars for it and i was like then i had like this is very long ago i was and i was, was very 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 long time ago and i just took it and i was like i'm just gonna take this and i just took it i'm a bad person i'm a bad person um repent so nah never um so i think those are the only games i got i've been playing so i think the last two things is i've been playing tomb raider rise of the tomb raider man that game is so good I'm so excited and so so enjoying the game i'm kind of bummed that when i beat this I'm gonna be done with the series, but I think there is still DLC in the second one, and this one has a bunch of DLC. Uh, I have not been looking up the puzzles, and I have been getting—I've been stuck in this puzzle room for like two days now. I don't know how to get out, and I thought, let me go look it up. But when you look up the puzzles, you're like, oh, that's dumb, that's easy. But if you don't look it up, yeah, and you figure it out, you get that moment of levity, that moment of like, yes, moment of levity, how yeah, like that. <laughs> so uh so i'm really really enjoying it man she's so awesome i don't think did i talk last time i don't think i did there was a so something happened with the game i'm playing the shadow of the tomb raider game and a flashback happens now i've been with Lara since she came out i got a ps1 back when it came like a little bit after it came out maybe year one or two so tomb raider like i remember when first time we got that you know like you had a 3d world you could backflip front flip side roll it was like so crazy then we have the whole world happens, everything uncharted, blah, blah, blah. Now we have this Tomb Raider and, you know, the character Lara herself and everything. And then during this one part, she has a flashback to when she's like a kid. She's probably like 11 or some shit. And they put you in her fucking backyard, like in her. And she has this dope ass like treehouse thing. And you get to play as kid Lara, like exploring her big ass fucking house. Hmm. And it was one of the like most fun standout kind of gaming moments I've had this year where I was super stoked because she's like a little kid and like as she's running everything is so contextual like you know how like uh playgrounds will have like a captain's wheel 
you know, like a like a like a pirate yeah, ship yeah, wheel, pirate, and yeah. little dumb stuff, and, and they'll have like monkey bars. So when you go in the monkey bar, she's she she's like, the brave adventurers over a pit of alligators. Like she's talk, she's like playing in this imaginary world, like this kid, and it's like super fun. And then she obviously you know, she climbs, she's like climbing up to the top because the third floor of the the mansion house is her father's study, and she's trying to sneak into her dad's study, and it was like. It was a really dope moment because, like, knowing that character for so long, and especially in the last couple of years, especially this past year, playing the second and third game, like, pretty close, I've, like, really taken a liking to her character. Like, she's quick, quickly, once again, becoming a major character that I like, but she's becoming, like, one of my favorite video game characters because, like, I've known this chick for fucking ever. And she's so fucking badass, and it's fucking awesome, and I love it. And I'm having such a great time. I, I just want to say that, that Shadow of the Tomb Raider is so much fun. So was Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm sure the reboot, the first one, was good. It's been a couple years, maybe five years since I've played it. Uh, but it didn't have everything that we have now with these two other games. I definitely, definitely recommend them. They are worth it. I think they're on sale right now. I think Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive is on, on sale for some stupid shit like $7 right now. I bought it for $50. A month ago and i do not regret any penny on it i i think it's great um <clears throat> so there's my i expect square to send me a fucking check for that commercial um okay. the last thing that i do i will say before i pass off to keith is so i've been uh due to something that we'll talk about in the reveal i've been thinking of playing another FromSoft game again and a friend of my a friend of my job i'm trying to get them to play like a real fucking game because it's like and I, I keep failing on getting them to play a game. Like they tried fighting games, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I've convinced her to. She's gonna. She has Bloodborne, and I'm like, "Have you played it?" And she's like, "I've had it for a couple of years, but I'm too scared to put it in because I hear it's really hard." So I'm like, "Perfect. You're gonna play Bloodborne." So I told myself, "Dude, you should relaunch Bloodborne, and could make a baby, start from scratch. If you're expecting someone who does not play these types of games." To just pick this up. Like, you're going to get disappointed. She's going to try this shit. The werewolf is going to eat her in the house. And she's going to be like, fuck off. And then gonna she's going to get to crossing. the fucking fountain. The, 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 the fucking fountain in the middle of uh, Yarnum where oh, it's yeah. 40 guys. Yeah, dude. Oh, I mean, see that area where they're all marching towards the... It's the, the, the basically the crucified werewolf monster... When yeah. you know that area, it's actually really fun because they're all kind of mobbing around. Yeah, you, you have to just know their them. pathing. But I remember when I first, the first time I played that, I, I think it took me like days, if not a week or two, to understand how to even approach that area. Because like when you're really first getting in there, man, you don't know how to play Soulsborne games. Especially in Bloodborne, you have no shield. At least Dark Souls, you can hide behind a shield for a bit. So um, I don't think I'm going to be successful in getting a newbie to jump into Bloodborne. But I'm really going to try. And uh, I've been thinking Oof. of like uh, restarting the file. If they can do it, they'll become you know, the best Bro. gamer of <laughs> us. Yeah. One of us. <laughs> yeah, dude. I literally sent when she was like, "It's too." I heard it was too hard. I sent her the Homer Simpson where it's him and Bart sitting on the couch, and they have like ominous lighting from the TV, and he's patting the couch, and he's going, "Join us," <laughs> um, because you know she's a friend of mine, but all she plays is like, and she plays Zelda, who doesn't, and then like Animal Crossing or like Stardew Valley. And then, but she'll be, she'll like talking to me like, oh, you don't think I'm a real gamer? And I'm like, I'm not saying you're not a real gamer, you're a gamer, but 
if you want to talk some real shit, get these hands and drop a summon sign. Like <laughs> let's let's get some shit. So she's trying to like expand the horizons. I just um I told her Dark Souls, but she's like, I already own Bloodborne, so I'll just do Bloodborne. So this group is literally um, the definition of all different types of of gamers, right? You got Jesse, who's a fighter. Uh, you have me, the first-person shooter simulation guy. You got Aaron, um, the RPG guy, right? Yeah. Uh, we all kind of have, like, our master of our craft, right? And mm-hmm. it's funny when you cross over, because you guys, I, I don't know if you... if if anyone remembers, but I was trying to stream me um, playing Bloodborne. And I've never been so angry in my life. And, yeah. and you know, I got some great reaction time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just just the pure punishment alone, um, you know, just trying to get past that uh, that that circle and, and get past that, finally getting past that to then get killed by the, the two werewolves. Uh, it was just cruel, and honestly, <laughs> I didn't go back after that. Um, sure didn't. So, even the even before those two werewolves, like getting past that whole area with all those guys, then like you, then there's a big golem dude holding a brick, and like there's a, before you get to another lantern, there's still other shit that's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, that like, game. What, you have to know the pace. You have to know like to take your time. Well, that game has the worst starting area for new players. It is a wall yes. they want you to hit, and they went a little too hard, man, because you don't even get a second bonfire for a while. Like you said, you yeah. gotta get past so much shit. And it's it, like, normally... Good? It it felt good to, to you know, knock off a couple other guys walking around, um, but it would just felt uh, unusually cruel to once you pass all that, then you get the the two werewolves, and it, it's just it's just cruel, you know. You just literally went right into battle, right into war. Yeah. Uh, you know, you won your battle, and then all of a sudden another one breaks out, and you know it it's not it's not right. Yeah, well, you kill the werewolves, and then like not too much later, you run into the corrupted beast or whatever it's called. And that's the first boss fight thing. And then I'm thinking like, okay, you know, what if I can? Because because what I told her is is like, I told her basically, don't look anything up, don't do anything other than load the game, or download the game or whatever, update it, make sure it's fully done, and then just start from scratch. Because I could send a here's a beginner's guide, pick this class, and when you start, there's a werewolf, make sure to run around it. And no no no, just start the game by yourself and then play it, and you're going to die a lot. Like, literally, the tagline for this franchise, this series, is prepare to die. You're going to die. That's the point. A lot of people nowadays, when they die in games, get upset. Don't die. The Dying is okay. And if I, I said, if you can get to the point where you can summon me, then I got your back, and things will ease up, because you'll be, you'll be good. You could summon help, and then I'll be able to help you out. It will be great. But then I realized one thing. I'm like, oh, no. She's gonna have to fight Gascoin at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that's it. She, like I hope she can prove me wrong, but I don't even think she's gonna make it that far. But even even if you do, motherfucker, Gascoin for me was like a a wall for like I still can't beat like him. a week. I still cannot beat him on new game. I can yeah, only even solo, solo the him. First time it's difficult. I need help. I can Old only man in the hat, right? Yep. Yeah. I can yeah. only solo him on new game plus when I have like actual weapons that i like and you know i just got like stress sweats i just like 
got sweaty Dude, for a second thinking about him. We we streamed when Bloodborne came out, me, you, and Paul Caprio. <laughs> Yep. And neither we both tried like two times each, and then Cap fucking one shotted Gascon. Yeah. Same with uh, f- the blood fl- blood soaked blood starved beast. Oh, the 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 blood starved beast. That weird floppy nutsack thing. Yeah. It's a flayed. Well, it's a wolf whose skin is cut and like removed, but left in the middle so that it's like two oh flaps. Oh my gosh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's skinned, but the skin is still attached to the spine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I never thought of it though. Yeah, you have to use uh, blood. You have to throw blood vials to get it to yeah. get its attention. And um, fire. Last thing, Gascoin. I can't kill Gascoin without using an exploit where you lock him behind a tree. And even that, a, he'll get out yeah. of that shit. Yep. Even that. Even then, he will break loose. He is so aggressive. Yeah. For a first boss, that it's it's just. It's, I mean, all those bosses are. Eh. And it's but, funny because I soloed Lady Maria first try. Like, I literally walked in and was like, yeah, I'm going to give it a couple shots. And then if I can't beat it, I'll summon Jesse or Jesse Candelora. You know, we'll, we'll just get through yeah. it. And oh, she fucked me up. I had learned to parry. Like, I still can't parry in Dark Souls, but parrying in Bloodborne is so perfect. Like, yes, it it's just a, fits. It's doable. Yeah. It, they just have a little bit of bi- bigger window to hit rather than fucking the precision you need in Dark Souls, man, because the shield animation is so weird. And I don't even know. What part of the animation has to hit? Like, does the shield have to hit their arm? Or do you have to start the animation at the right time? You know what I mean? Like, is it... do Does the animation have to match up in terms of, like, it has to naturally hit like you actually parried their attack? Or is it something where there's, like, a window? You know what I mean? I think so. I think it's like a collision thing. So when you swing your arm, I think you... I think they actually have to collide with a weapon at a specific point because it never looks like it's <clears throat> making way for lost frames and like making yeah. it fit. Yeah, it always yeah, yeah. looks like you're actually deflecting. Yeah. Not like, you know, when they kind of force things to like work together and like, Oh uh, no, it looks pretty precise. I'm pretty sure in dark souls, you have to swing taking into account where your arm is going to be mid deflect. And you want to, clash their weapon away it, it almost feels like really like realistic and perfect that's why i love watching pvp videos in dark souls i watch this guy chase the bro and he just plays dark souls 3 every day he, well like every couple days whenever he streams and like he just does weapon like he does a build a day basically and he'll go through and he says all right what do you want me to use and then he just has one of that weapon at plus 10 or whatever you know because he's played so much uh and he just goes through and pvps with whatever and he's so good he knows how to roll catch how to fucking roll past someone turn and immediately backstab them like he knows all that shit where like that's why i hate pvp in dark souls because people who invade me know all that shit and i don't so like yeah yeah it's uh, it's but, but does he know how to roll bounce like you do <laughs> does he know how to lay on the ground like you and i did keith until that guy gave us free shit <laughs> that's funny one yeah we we were streaming that one too keith's first time in dark Souls stream we got fucking invaded at the high wall of lotheric the very beginning of the game and this guy came in he was a twink obviously and we just like i just told keith just use the animation that you lay on your back i'm not sure if we're allowed to use that anymore what a twink i think we have to call him like he's an over leveled uh level one character mm. I'm fu- i'm fucking with you oh but it probably is true um 
So a very strong guy who's yeah, so controlling we, new players. We just did up. we just did the kneel or no like the sh- the the one that's like you're crying basically. You well, get like it you running around. Yeah. And I kept avoiding him. So I just kept running around until he got tired. Well, and then <laughs> we just stopped and like laid down or whatever and he dropped 10 uh or no like 15 uh embers each and just left and we were like holy shit. Yeah. That's um, pretty nice. But anyways, let's get into Keith's week because we're already an hour in. And yeah. yeah, welcome to uh, Off the Rails. <laughs> yeah, baby, there's no time limits here. We still got three more hours of the podcast to do. <laughs> what a constant. Aaron's laughing because he's already ready for bed. He's like, I'm so tired. He brought, he brought the microphone in the sheets right now. Um, just so you guys know, uh, JoJo's B- B- uh, Bizarre Adventure on Dreamcast is worth about 200 bucks, And uh, on PS1, that's an easy $300. Just so you know. Really? Really? I still have my disc somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but well, you need the case. Uh, yes, yeah, you need the case, bud. I don't need uh, shit. Don't tell me what I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what I gotta do. Uh, so, picked up this week uh, playing the Call of Duty Warzone uh, new uh, season uh, where Price comes back. He's a playable character. Um, they got a couple changes. Uh, I won't bore you guys too much, but it's it's been a really fun uh, game. You know, a lot of team building, a lot of people on it, so um, it's very interesting um, to kind of play with your friends, uh, having everyone on. O- always, like honestly, I, I could probably turn on the Xbox right now and jump on. Now, a very interesting thing, Aaron, you're gonna appreciate this. Um, download it on PC. Um, try to jump in. It is a different world again, man. You feel like you got like two left thumbs, right? Oof. Um, but sniping is so unfair. It is so unfair in that game. Um, it's so precise on the PC that uh, like your your mid range and in your in your short range game, um, totally different on a PC. It's harder on a PC, I think, than than on a console. Uh, but I think I officially uh, played this game on every system so far. I played on PS4, Xbox, and PC now. Word. And PC is obviously the best. Duh. Dude. Yeah, it's good for the long-range sniper. It feels good. Um, it definitely makes me more confident in my snipe game on controller. I could definitely learn. Uh, where you spend a, a lot of your time is uh, doing like kind of reaction, like uh, like shoot and then tuck back. You know, shoot and cover um, shots, and I I feel like because of the PC, I'm more precise. That then when I switch back to um, to the Xbox, I know exactly where where to aim, where to go because there's bullet drop physics and stuff like that. Mm. Cool. Yeah, I suck at all the bullet drops and shit. That's why PUBG is really fucking tough for me. Yeah. Like I just so, uh, can't get it. Today. Uh, the Last of Us uh, disc came in. I'm downloading that right right now as we speak. Um, so we're gonna keep a pretty tight lip until uh, until enough time has passed that people um, wouldn't care for a spoiler free, you know, or a, spo- a spoiler review. Get- oh wait, yes. I do know one funny spoiler, which is apparently some guy that works in the game, the director or something, modeled himself in the game. Uh, and the only thing he does in the game is he gets a sex scene. <laughs> so somebody who worked on the game was mm-hmm. like, 
we have to do a sex scene and I want to put myself in it. There's some, some dumb shit like that. That's the spoiler I actually heard, which is the guy, uh, uh, Keith, um, Dan West actually commented on your post and that's the guy he's talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. no, that's not a spoiler. Yeah. Well, the, just... mm, the, the spoiler I heard involves. Oh, okay. So not I won't, bad. I won't say anything else. Okay. But you you know like there's gonna be a group of people that gonna play through the night and stuff like that tonight. Yeah, um, which is cool, man. You know, uh, the game oh, yeah. getting perfect, perfect scores across the board. Um, mm-hmm. My trusted YouTubers that I listen to uh, have all expressed like uh, Dreamcast guy gave it a seven out of ten. Uh, mm-hmm. and um, God, the Australian guy whose name I can't remember right now. Fuck. Uh, I I there's a guy that I really like, and I can't remember his channel's name. Um, he was very critical of it. So, from what I hear, the the issues with it are, uh, the gameplay hasn't changed at all. It's literally exactly the same. Which mm. is, you know, the first game was good, but it was a PS3 game. Like, you'd hope they'd add some more stuff. But, like, your stealth options are still a bottle and a brick. You know, that's it. You just throw a bottle or a brick. And, uh, you know, the the weapon layout is pretty much the same. They've added some stuff. You can, uh, you know, some more attachments and things. But the biggest thing I hear is that the current story takes a... There's a part where you switch main characters and you have to play this other character. Careful. That, no, no, I know. I don't know anything about it. I, again, I've avoided all spoilers, but people are saying there's a section where it switches and you're in it with a different group of people and that is jarring and those characters aren't as awesome as like Ellie and Joel and all that, you know? And yeah. they say that overall, the tone of the game is very miserable like it's not it doesn't have the the levity that last of us one had which was like it it had some jokes it had some happy moments and ellie was hope you know this is a hopeless world now and they say it's just really hateful and really dark that's good which i don't know i mean if you want to be depressed sure I mean that's good because fucking it's a don't fucking game. It. It's a game about a post-apocalyptic era in a world that sucks. Yeah, we already live in a, a current apocalyptic world that sucks, Dick. Like, give us yeah, some dog. fucking niceness. Misery loves company, baby. Um, see, my dog Chris Raygun has been playing it. He only put up a couple little like no spoilers, like little like updates. He's like, so I've played eleven hours, and he said kind of the op opposite. He he said the writing is. He said fine he's like yeah it's, it's fine the writing's okay um but he said that what he noticed was the game he didn't really like the gameplay in the first one and he said he liked the gameplay better like it's been upgraded to it plays better hmm. i don't know because i mean i highly doubt that with this much time how long has it been what seven, seven years? years yeah seven years i highly doubt they would just import that gameplay because look what we saw in the trailer like you're freaking climbing under cars and shooting people like can like through gameplay, I'm not sure if that whole thing when she goes into the car. Remember the trailer when she goes mm-hmm. into the car and shoots the guy in the face? Like, was that a cut scene with an interactive portion, or like, can no, you no, actually that's, do that? That's the game. It's, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't do that before. No, 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 well, no it was it, it was look for the yellow ledge or look for the ladder yeah. and go. Yeah, like even in Tomb Raider, when you don't want know where to go, look for the white stain on the rocks. That means you can grab it. Well, they know? did say uh, the puzzles are all gone. There's no puzzles this time, uh, like no ladder mm. puzzles and all that. Oh, I like I like puzzles. The stealth is exactly the same. You still have X-ray vision. 
Um, and again, I'm I'm just t- telling you what I've heard, but IGN yeah, yeah. gave it a perfect score. Uh, but then they were saying uh, I was watching um, I forget who it was. It might have been Yongya talking about just kind of the reviews and and where the negativity is, and all the negativity, like anyone who's not gushing, you know, literally squirting over this fucking game, uh-huh. are the people that <laughs> are, are the sites that don't have scored reviews. So that's what they're. That's how they're getting around. Because I, th- I gotta say, I think a lot of people are afraid of not getting review copies anymore. You know, yeah, from Sony and from Naughty Dog. So I think a lot of review sites are gushing a little harder than is necessary. But I'm gonna play it, and I will reserve my judgment until then. That's why I avoided all the spoilers because I know people were like losing their shit over something, and I don't want to go into the game with predisposition. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I watch Dreamcast Guy. If ACG puts his video out, of course I'm going to watch it because I love ACG. Um, but they are always spoiler-free, you know? And I trust their reviews because I like this. They they like similar games that I like. You know, they they like games that I like to play, so I know that we have similar tastes. Um, yeah. And even ACG, um, or even, uh, sorry, Dreamcast Guy, he said he liked it. He said it's just dark and, like, it was didn't have any light at the end of the tunnel i mean he didn't you know say it, I mean, that's it okay, ends that though. way why is that a bad thing it's just in the same universe as the first game that did have that i i, I feel you i mean um to say like the thing about people gushing because they're afraid of not getting review copies i do i do notice that can happen it's something that uh colin moriarty brings up often from uh colin's last stand podcast network cls uh check them out sacred symbols dope shit and um like sony's basically not blacklisted him but a couple of companies like just don't fuck with him or send him shit even though he's got a huge podcast network is a pretty well-known member in the gaming community and it's not even like anything gaming related or even like politics related they just don't like him because of like i can't even really say why it's like internet stuff why and it's like not even like well, it's not even something simple like, well, he's a Trump guy or he is uh, this or that. He He's just not, he's not going to comply to dumb shit. He reviews games honestly, and he's done that. He worked for IGN for, I think, 10 years or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember him. Major reviewer, and uh, it was something like, um, I believe when Castlevania Lords of Shadow came out, he gave a truthful review that was like 6 out of 10. Uh, I did think it deserves better, but he did his review. Well, and it may it. have been at that time. Again, if you play, you played that. Well, no, you played it at release, right? I bought it the day it came out, and okay. I loved that game okay. very much. Okay, because I was going to say, and it's not a God of War clone. I was going to say, if it, you know, if maybe you played it later, it had been patched so that any of no. some of the issues he had might have gotten cleared up. But I think no, it, he just had views they didn't like, and then he ended up going to like a con, and then uh, I think to try Lords of Shadow two. And as soon as they realized he was there, they had him like escorted out, and like, like Konami was like, "Fuck this guy! He didn't give our game a good review, so um, he's no longer allowed near our shit." And he was working for IGN at the time, and it's like, like just because I reviewed your game and it wasn't fucking perfect, and also everyone shit on that game. I love that game, but every major outlet basically said God of War clone and not that good. I don't think that. I think the game is great, but 
he didn't have that weird of a take, and they blacklisted him. And even Sony like won't really fuck with him. And he's like, dude, w- whether or not we get review copies, we buy the games anyways, and then we give the review copies away. And so whatever. So yeah, I I can see how some reviewers out there might see an example like, dude, that guy, Colin Moriarty is kind of annoying to me, but I like his stuff and I like him. And he's a pretty big. He's been on Joe Rogan twice. I didn't even even realize. And uh, to see like that happen, you know, like I could see all the gaming journalists can see somebody as big as him, like not get review copies, not get whatever. And I guess I could see them going like, well, okay, let's let's gush over this game we're supposed to. I don't think anyone's going to be out of line for gushing over Last of Us Two. I saw so many posts today by people who not trying to gamer shame or gatekeep. But who aren't like, you know, like they don't live this gamer lifestyle. I'm saying that kind of jokingly, but like for real, I think about well, yeah, video games most every single day of my life. I think about video games. I play them and people are like, oh, it's finally here. Like I saw a guy that I know it's finally here. And he does this dramatic pose holding the last of us two. I'm like, oh, my God. And I know that guy. Yeah. And that guy doesn't game. <laughs> he, he has a like he does a thing with social media. And in TikTok, and he likes to like do things. And I'm like, oh, he's getting his his points for the day. He well, has to the, do his I, Last of Us post. I think we've gotten to the point too, just with the spread of gaming, that there are casual gamers. You know, there are people, and there are games that hit certain groups of people that maybe don't game all the time, but they know yeah, that that Spider-Man. games. You know, Spider Man, fucking Call of Duty is one that brings a lot of people that generally don't game outside of Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the Call of Duty crowd is the same as the Madden crowd. Mm-hmm. People who don't yeah. really game, but they love it. And mm-hmm. like Spider-Man, I think was a, I think we spoke about it a little bit on the last day, uh, Who's Next Gaming with Seth Myers. Uh, Spider-Man was something that happened where Spider-Man got reviews kind of the way The Last of Us is getting and the way God of War got, where people were like, the greatest superhero game ever made. Like, look, Spider-Man was good. It was a really cool game, and it was good. But it's not that good of a superhero game it's it's literally okay it doesn't even touch how good any of the batman games are it's a, it's a cool game it's fun it's spider-man is one of the biggest properties in the world literally literally the most money earning superhero of all time is spider-man i get it that was probably why it sold so much and i'm not trying to hate on it i played it you let me borrow your copy i beat that shit in like two weeks it's a great time it was fun it's not that great of a game though it's just a fucking game dog it's all right, but for the casual gamer who does who isn't here playing every patched, unpatched, new, whatever remaster like we do, it's kind of like wow, look what gaming's become because they're they're thinking back to like you know Pac Man and they see Spider Man two thousand and twenty or two thousand eighteen and then they freak out and that's great, but um yeah the definitely the the rise of the casual I mean it's pretty awesome to be a casual gamer and then every now and then be able to stumble across something like. A Spider-Man or a Last of Us 2. That's pretty awesome. Well, and I'll say this. Like, on a social level, it's pretty cool that um, it, it, it brings people together in, in one way. Like, where if you're not a, if you're not cunty about it and you don't lord your gamer knowledge over people, and I'm not talking about you, I just mean in general. No, I know um, what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah. you can have a conversation with someone that you may never have spoken to. You know what I mean? You, you can hear casually mentioned... Oh, I'm playing Spider-Man, and you can say, "Oh, I beat that shit. It's really good," you know. And you might have a minute uh, with uh, to speak with someone who's from a group of people or a type of person or you know a clique of people you never would have spoken to. I bet school is a lot different now. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, definitely, because whenever I meet anyone new, be it like, oh, there's a new person at work, or I have a new friend, literally one of the first things I will ask a new, if I'm in a situation where I'm meeting a new person, one of the first questions I'm going to ask them is, hey, do you play video games? And if depending on whether they say, they say yes or no, everything changes from then on. Because they go, yeah, then I go, oh, cool, what kind? And then it evolves from there. Same thing with like, hey, do you, what kind of music do you like? That kind of shit. But yeah. the do you game thing, and if they go, yeah, sometimes you get a great response. You're like, oh, shit, whatever. You might find a son, bro. And then, you know, sometimes you do find, which sometimes kind of, it is kind of like idiot gamers rise up, fucking gamer guy. When someone's like, yeah, game. And I'm like, oh, what do you play? They're like, fuck a, fuck a hardcore gamer, fucking mad in Call of Duty. And I'm like, oh, I get sad, you know? Because, like, do you know what a, like, do you know what leveling up means? Like, do you know what, like, fucking invincibility frames are and it's not yeah. that everybody has to know that it's just that obviously i would much rather run into people who have like the same interests but that's yeah, a million years long conversation but um but yeah shitting on last of us 2 might <laughs> might uh might get you not so many copies of games coming in for your reviews i'm gonna guess and my feeling is it's gonna be like a eight out of ten nine out of ten you know like i think I'm going to really enjoy it. Um, that's my, my feeling. And I think, you know, with a game with this much hype, you're always going to, there is always going to be something that dims that a little bit. You know what I mean? No game is perfect. Like, yeah, except for Dark Souls, but you know, whatever. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. Until you, and like Dark Souls 3, I, you know, and my the imperfections hype, are your fault. My you hype was so it. high. And then I got to Irithyll and I was like, oh my God, I'm the worst at video oh, games. <laughs> Irithyll's the worst. <laughs> that fucking walk up <laughs> when you first enter Irithyll of the Boreal Valley yeah, and those Well, first off, you fight the crocodile shit first. Yeah. First, you got to kill the damn bridge crocodile. And then those <laughs> two little like king and queen buddies. Oh, goodness. Bro, and they just have their their stamina is like no i don't have stamina it exists forever i attack i until, am stamina yeah i attack <laughs> until you're dead <laughs> anyways oh let's get it. into so oh keith i'm sorry uh anything else for your week i know you, <laughs> sorry, you just keith, talked you about took it over. installing took it over. no no it's fine i'm just a guest on this show um but uh <laughs> I started watching uh, the Marvel <laughs> Universe all the way from scratch in uh, chronological order. Um, oh, nice. What was the first one? Hulk? Angly no. Hulk? No. No, no, not Angly. Captain America. He's talking about actual canonical order. So, Oh, so MCU mm-hmm. starts Captain America. Yeah. Okay. So it's what? Cap 1, uh, First Avenger, Iron Man, uh, Thor? Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. Edward Norton Hulk, though, he's in there. Oh, yeah. So that's the only one that's like not on Disney Plus. <laughs> Edward Norton Hulk? Yeah. yeah it's what not... a bummer, bro. So I skipped that one. No offense. It's not a great movie. I love Ed Norton, but that, that one, I like Ang Lee's Hulk a lot more, honestly, and that one's bad, yes. too. Like, the, the thing that's bad in that is the villain and the two Hulk dogs are really dumb, but. And yeah. Lee's an incredibly talented director, and he did such a cool job of directing that movie like a comic book. Like, yeah, dude, Jennifer Connelly and Eric Bana killed it. It was, it was yeah. cool. I really liked it. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was great. Same. And then I come outside, and everyone goes, "Worst movie ever." Yeah, I know. And he's like, "No, there was dumb shit in it. For real, the villain was dumb. I can forgive the Hulk dogs." Yeah, yeah, because kind conceptually, of, you you understand. 
like the idea is like guard dogs but hulk dogs you know like so you're like all right whatever but there's some moments in it that you're like like the lightning fight at the end was really dumb to me like where you just see hulk in the clouds and you're like i mean i want to see him punch things yeah but they did such cool things like they showed a lot of his powers in interesting ways like his he kept growing in the one scene where they keep shooting him and he's getting taller which is one of the things he gets bigger and taller the more angry he gets you know yeah he gets stronger the angry mm-hmm. he gets and he gr- he physically grows larger which is cool you know and then they showed I just figured out hulk's weakness apathy yeah or laughter like what if what if he gets eventually to the point where he just doesn't care anymore <laughs> like i've been having a struggle in my life right now where like my levels of apathy make me not react to things emotionally. So I kind of have to verbally express like I have sometimes I see something funny and I have to tell someone to say something funny to me and I have to go, oh, that's funny. <laughs> and they, you're not laughing. And I go, I know. But like I recognize cause I know it's I, funny because I know I'm supposed to laugh. So that kind of makes me not laugh. So, you know, or like sadness. So, yeah, apathy is I'm sorry. Um, I, We're just working through my trauma here. One more thing they showed in that that was cool, too, is they show his leaping a lot more in that like the fact yeah. that he can leap for one full mile uh which i'm yeah, sure has changed it. now but you know when i used to read his like marvel cards and shit and they would say his powers that was one of them i really liked because he can run like 60 miles an hour jump for one full mile <laughs> and Dude, then... i would imagine he can run faster than that but yeah he definitely yeah that was his way of traversing it's almost like thor thor yeah. doesn't fly or run no he or, throws or like mjolnir jump. and lets it pull him yeah he's he winds up his hammer and he throws it and it just like yoink pulls mm-hmm. him he's got he's probably dislocated his shoulder a couple times yeah, at least his wrist but <laughs> yeah. he, the the weird one that throws you guys all off and you guys didn't mention it um uh, because uh you know captain america the first avenger was 1942 um captain marvel 1995 oh you're right oh true that i never saw that though then Iron Man 1 and 2. Uh, right. Captain Marvel was a great movie, but uh, I did watch my favorite Avengers movie, Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being cynical, or is that your favorite? It's not my favorite. but Ultron's I, his favorite I, character. I love Ultron. Uh, so I did like the movie, even though they butchered the story of Ultron. Um, and, uh, you know, we all know Ultron is definitely way more powerful than they made him to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean the Ultron thing was pretty sick. I mean, it was a cool. It, you know what it was? It was a very cool comic book movie. I think it's the equivalent of not like a big comic book event, but like a really cool issue you got that has like a contained story in it. Because mm-hmm. there was a lot going on in Age of Ultron, but like it really didn't really mean shit. It was just kind of like a side story uh, and a, a, an excuse to use a bunch of cool flash it is it is interesting though because for being the worst like avengers movie it did set up a thread that like basically plays through the rest of the mcu for for the guardians which is the sokovian accord you know like that shit yeah yeah, yeah, very true like that movie (laughs) ties all of the rest of them together you know which is interesting Um, you know what's funny is i was just uh right before we started i was watching doctor strange um and uh, and he's going through like the list of doctors who could help him out, and he's in his apartment, and he mentioned uh, he goes well in Tokyo, they do this, uh, you know they 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 could grow skin uh, skin from uh, stem cells, which is how they made Vision, right? That's yeah. what 
that's what he's describing. He's describing like the you know, hey, mm-hmm. I you know, yeah. I go and tell you they're doing this. They're talking about that doctor that uh helped yeah, create the, fuck. Uh, it, what was her name? But I like the tie there because like you wouldn't catch it. I mean, that's two years later or a year later. Um that Doctor Strange came out, which is a fucking mm-hmm. trippy movie, man. Oh, you yeah. had I mean yeah, we all went. We all went there and we saw it together. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how how the uh, they came up with a lot of those concepts of uh, you, you know just just the dimensions and the twisting the, city. They watched Inception. No, no, not the twisting city, but just the different dimensions that he kind of goes through. Jack Kirby, oh, they, baby. They ate, mu- they ate mushrooms and like and LSD and did DMT. Yeah, like I'm for real, dude. I've done all the psychedelic drugs in the world to do, and no, I've done a couple of them. That's what that's where you find that shit. That's what you see <laughs> when you're tripping balls. Um, sorry about that. Um, but also I wanted to say Age of Ultron also gave us one of the best scenes in MCU history. The the party, the after party hanging out, who can pick up Thor's hammer. Yeah. That Which is led really to one of the funniest things ever. Don't tell me I didn't see Endgame. Oh man. but at least to I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Hulk, I'm pretty sure Thor goes down and then fucking Cap comes through and holds the hammer. <laughs> this okay, tell me this. Spoil it for me. It's not Captain Marvel that wields Mjolnir, is it? Yeah, of course it is. She comes in, picks it up, and beats Thor with it. No. Oh, no, 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 no. No, but no, I mean no. I can imagine because that only makes sense because you know, Aaron went to film school and then since Aaron went to film school, that means that I would know to look at something like foreshadowing. So I even think the first time I saw when <laughs> Cap, when Steve... When he wiggles uh, it? When he budges it, and you see Thor in the back like, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good... Dude, it's why haven't you moment. watched Endgame? I'm afraid. Dude, watch I it. I promise you, it's because I'm afraid because uh, Infinity War hit me so hard and was so good that I'm so, and I don't think the MCU is ever going to be as good as this run was. I think it's over. Um, I don't think it's going to. I would come agree back. with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think just given the caliber of acting we got and like the love that was in all of those movies, like I think. Yeah, it's it's like if they remade Lord of the Rings. Like, dude, no, it was those people in that time with that energy. Yeah. I don't know if the MCU is going to be the same. At least not for a while. Like if they waited, you know, 10 years and then like let themselves, you know, let the writers rest and got new passionate writer, you know, like brought in a new crew. Like they're just going to run into the next set of characters that are never going to live up. You know what I mean? Yeah, because now it's it's now it's kind of cool. We got a hodgepodge of of like not so many big, big, uh, big stars, like big heroes. Now we have like, it's going to be Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Black Panther, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, one thing that I am looking forward to is whenever they decide to release Morbius, it's going to be really cool. Like, fuck man, we might have a movie where Tom Hardy or Tom Holland, Mm -hmm. is that his name? Uh, is fighting Jared Leto as Morbius. And that's going to be really neat. Hopefully, 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 hopefully. Uh, so I just don't know, and I'm just afraid of like the whole thing ending, and um, it's also probably laziness because I know that movie is probably three hours long. It is, but it's three, eight, three, three hours half. well spent. But I will say that I will throw Infinity War on sometimes randomly, and just like close my eyes, hit fast forward, count to twenty, and leave it. And no matter where it stops, I can just watch it. 
Mm-hmm. It's so it's Infinity War is so good. That's maybe why I haven't seen Endgame because I think it's almost like the Last of Us thing. I I I'm afraid that it's just gonna be sad because I do know a couple of I obviously know a couple of people who die. I don't want to say it out loud even though everyone's seen it except me, but I know a couple of big people die and like I don't want to see them die. <laughs> I don't want to see it happen and they're still alive to me. It's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs> okay, Keith, is your <laughs> I <laughs> took over you again. I'm sorry. This is your show. It's it's <laughs> our week. Uh, it's okay. You can hold me ransom with those tapes you have of me crying in your house <laughs> from when I watched your house. I don't have tape. I don't have cameras inside my house, man. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, we know the anyways, secret. Anyways, we know anyways, the truth. <laughs> We know the truth. We know the truth, you liar. You have it's cameras okay. in your house. All I it's ask okay. is this, dude. Is I'm sensitive. Don't ever like bully me with them or like share them without telling me or like make fun of me and be like, look at Jesse being a fucking psycho. Um, because I didn't do anything other than like sing really loud and cry that, on those cameras. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have anything I, else? You know, I, you know, I went a whole week without masturbating. <laughs> you know how hard that was. Actually, it wasn't hard. My sex drive is destroyed by my. Inability to keep myself healthy. How's your guys' sex drive doing? Mine's really bad. Well, I'm I don't great. have it anymore. Well, the big hole in his butt is probably hurting him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the rubber band hanging out of my ass probably hurts other people's sex drive around me, but mine is fine. Oh, true. <laughs> it's too bad. I used to have a pretty healthy one. It's a small rubber band, so it's been pretty <laughs> chill, but I was just saying the other day, I'm like, you know what I look forward to? The only light at the end of my tunnel right now given the state of the world, is hopefully one day not having to wear maxi pads. <laughs> oh, but man. It's unfortunate that... You still have to? Of course. I got a rubber band sticking out of a hole in my ass cheek. Like it sucks, man. It's made still... for shit to, like, for pus to come out through. You know, yeah, it's yeah, made it's to drain. keep... It's a drain. A drain, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I have dreams about I'm it sorry, now. Buddy. I had a dream that I was doing <laughs> some kind of fucking spy work, because I've been watching Psych still and i'm <laughs> loving psych but so i was doing like an investigation or something and we were like sneaking into this pool party with all these rich people and then it got really late and then all of a sudden all the old people <laughs> that we were around started like pairing up you know and i was like oh no it's <laughs> and, a key party yeah i was like oh we're in the wrong fucking place we gotta get out of here and so it was like me and whoever i don't even know who it was like fake people in my dream obviously that were like you know in the investigation <laughs> with me and I was like, all right, well, I got to get dressed. And then I had to put on a maxi pad in my dream. And I was like, God, how depressing. Yeah, so. Oh, man. Did you know so it's funny sometimes when you're like in that groggy state before you wake up and when you're like in between like waking up when you have to. So you're having like lucid dreams, but you have to shit or pee really bad. And it affects like in the lucid dream. Like I remember one time I had a lucid dream. And uh, it's probably in the last like month or so. And I don't know what I was doing. But I was fighting against like a wave, like a tidal wave, where it was like, hold it back, hold it back, no, let it cross. And I had no idea what the dream was about. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I have to shit so bad. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't shit the bed. You're and then like, while that's I what go I was to the fighting. <laughs> I go to the bathroom, I sit down. And during my, uh, my uncorking, I realized, <laughs> was my dream like about. Like, was I holding back the wave? That fucking traumatized me. It reminds me, like, 15 years ago of me having the flu, being half dead asleep, and, like, shitting, like, in the middle of the night. And I was <laughs> half asleep, right? I was half asleep shitting, 
in the middle of the night, but like sick with like a really bad flu. Uh-huh. So I was like shitting, shitting, shitting. But I was also like half asleep because I had to, I was so sick. I couldn't go back to my bed. I had to sit yeah, there. Of course. And I was fighting with like the shitting. And I, I had this whole moment. I don't, I never watched Naruto, but it was like Naruto and Sasuke. And they were like standing on like these, these like tree stumps facing each other and like talking shit to each other. Like a battle was about to begin and then they were fighting on which way a train was going to run. Like, is the train going to hit Naruto or Sasuke? It might even have been Dragon Ball. But I, basically, I was in the middle of a lucid dream, semi-awake, having a fever dream shit, where my shit, I think, was expressing itself in my mind through an anime fight. <laughs> and it was very strange. <laughs> and a couple weeks ago, I had one where I was fighting a wave. Don't, don't let it now. Hold it back. I woke. Anyways, that's that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what we talk about here. Fever dream, nerd, anime shit dreams. Dude, we have so much to talk about. Can we go? Because we actually, yeah, let's do the PS Five. Actually, I don't think we do because a lot of that shit is shovelware indie crap. And I think all we're really gonna talk about is Demon Souls for a bit. Because what the fuck else is there? Oh, other a, than design. There's a ton. Keith doesn't know anything, so he's gonna get his mind blown. So yeah, but we don't we don't have to go over all the indie shit. I'm going through it all. <laughs> but I, okay, I let's do it. You know, I, I read the list, um, but uh, but while while you guys were starting up, um, I was actually watching the trailer um, of it was like a like a supercut trailer of everything and how it looks. That's good. Uh, but I totally missed I, I miss it. This past week has been nothing but work, so uh, I kind of just been doing that. But let's start from the top. Um, Grand yeah, Theft let's just let's just go. Is yeah. I'm gonna go off this list that I'm reading off a of GameSpot. Um, Bro, I have a list with my thoughts, you bitch. Oh, you do? You can't. Listen, you a guest here, bro. That's true. You're on off the rails, dog. We still have 47 hours on the podcast (laughs) left to record. (laughs) (laughs) That was just the intro, dude. We still have 18 hours to do. Every week we do a a full 24-hour episode. (laughs) I'm paying attention. So, yeah, GTA V is coming to uh, PS5. uh, And... PS5 owners will get GTA 5 online for free, and current P- uh, PS4 owners will get uh, one million in GTA bucks a month until the launch of PS5 in 2020. Well, until it launches, I'm sorry, on PS5 in 2021. Which one million online bucks? That's, so that's only if you play online. Yeah, yeah. In their GTA Online world, you have money and you buy like. I mean, I just got GTA 5 for free on Epic Store last month. And I played a little bit, and I laughed and killed a bunch of people, and then I was like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do, and I just stopped playing, because, like, GTA games, and especially an online version of it, I'm like, well, I don't care. <laughs> like this You world. went to the online pro component? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. You go play the story. It's the GTA Five is a fucking incredible game, but I I don't fuck with the online because it's a little it's great. It's just a little too robust for me. It's its own world. That's what I'm saying. And I'm it's... actually really bummed out because Five has a lot of really cool shit. It has so much stuff. F1 racing. There's a whole twisted metal car combat thing. There's like F16 fighter jet dogfight combat. There's a casino. There's sports. The only problem I have is is all this awesome content is only available on the online mode. You can't access that shit in the game. Yeah. And I don't want to go in that online mode because there's people who only play that mm-hmm. all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way to separate myself from them. So I just would rather not. <laughs> I'm sure it's great. I just I don't like people in my game. Yeah. 
the best thing though to come out it w- has definitely been um, the green aliens versus purple. Yeah, the gangs. Uh, yeah, the gangs, the alien gangs, and then the monkey gangs, and then the the men in black. Um, it's been awesome. Yeah, just kind of watching that on social media. Well, you're gonna be able to watch it on whatever way that PS5 does streaming, which will probably be even easier than PS4. I'm I'm pretty excited for PS5, but we'll get Can there. We take a step back real quick. Let, let's talk about the system itself. Well, it's the ugliest PlayStation <laughs> that has ever come out. I will prefer the PlayStation original. Um, I'm not gonna say PlayStation One, but the PlayStation original. Just to- say P- the PSX. No, PSX is a different system, my man. That was uh, the mini. R. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so the PlayStation, the Sony PlayStation. Dude, even the PSX was a nicer looking system, and that looked like a TiVo box. I don't know, man. I think you're. I mean, was so ugly. It's it's not a bad looking thing. I just think it's too big. But then again, it has to hold the components. Uh, I don't think it's an ugly system. I just think it's an unnecessarily designed system. It doesn't need that collar. I don't like the collar. That's honestly it. Um, if they it can get... break, what if it, 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 I can imagine if that thing tilts, tips over, that those collars can snap. No, no. And no. also, they're creating a concave like area for dust to settle into yeah. the, into the the grates. Like, no, man. That's it's a very strange. I'm okay with the design, but yeah, it's a little unnecessary. I don't think it's ugly though. So, um, the functionality of that dust. I just see that collar just holding the dust. Like if you mm-hmm. lay down on, on its side, you're just gonna have a little mound of dust that is gonna like perfect, like permanently shelve right, right there in front of the system. Yeah, you're creating a little vacuum. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, you could go the other way with uh, the new Xbox and just being a box, and that's kind of <sighs> ugly on its own. Um, I mean, the PS4 is really... I'm looking at my PS4 Pro right now. It's a pretty system. Yeah, it's PS4 nice. is probably the best looking of the PlayStations to me. Yeah, I, don't cause, want, I don't want something in my living room that's going to look like that. Well, if it's once they release or they show us the black version, because will, they will have a black version for sure. Yeah, apparently I they're going to have a bunch of cut, like different colors. Like There's going to be like different like stylized versions. And then they tried it with the three, uh, where they did a but they started they tried to sell skins. Remember they were selling skins for a while? Yeah. And that doesn't catch on, because like, why am I going to put an extra element over my system when well, heating and cooling matters? So Keith jumped all the way to the last thing we saw. So uh, it's a yeah, black and white exactly. system that's built really kind of weird. Uh, it looks like an Alienware design. That's what I was saying. Um, yeah. And yeah, it does seem yeah. like it only sits vertical, which is weird. No, they. I, I've seen pictures of it on its side, but it, it has that big base plate on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, um, and they also showed a digital edition, which will have no disk drive. Um, so, Fuck you! Yeah, I'm not buying that. Sorry, Fuck that thing. Dude. I need my no discs. Thanks. Yeah, it, and it's I don't know. It might be a price point difference, but really, what what is it? Oh, I forgot right to back. look it up, but I think um, Amazon UK or something mistakenly leaked the price point. Oh, good job, guys! It's about four hundred and fifty. One of them is four hundred and fifty dollars. Damn, this is gonna be so, a because I think it was they list, they listed it as something. No, I might be wrong. They listed it in euros first. 
I think it was 450 euros, which means it's like 600 fucking bucks or some shit. I might be wrong. Don't don't fact check me. But apparently some kind of Amazon leak uh, listed a euro price for one of the models today. Well, we got ray tracing. We got the super fast SSD. We got the built in 4K Blu-ray player, uh, which would be backwards compatible with the um, PS4 game catalog, which is awesome. Um so I was kind of worried, right? I have all these different systems. I'm like, man, I'm maxed out now. Like, there's no way I could fit one more system uh, yeah. on the shelf. Uh, so I think the PS4 might be packed up for a while and uh, put away. Yeah, I thought that a little bit because, like, for real, man, you got a lot of machines. Like, and this is a big one. I'm just wondering, where the fuck are you going to put it? And... You guys uh, aren't really a fan of this technology, but I I love it. Um, I I tell my my home um, hub system to turn on the Xbox all the time. Um, but oh, I like that technology. I just didn't know it when I got there. So uh, also the fact that your house is listening to you is kind of weird. Really, you want your house to hear you when you're like, "I'm gonna come." You're like, you want your house to hear that shit? Here, <laughs> man. Honestly, you don't think your phone does that? So. You know. Actually, that's been really bothering me. <laughs> uh, when I'm in the bathroom and looking at my phone, I like put my thumb over the camera. And sometimes I'm wondering, like, bro, 90% of like the FBI's footage is people looking at their phones and going like, <laughs> and then like shit sounds like <laughs> we mostly like, how weird is that? Yeah. It's like, here's your job, Steve. You got to sit here and watch 1800 hours of people shitting this week to see if one of them for some reason says the word bomb. It's like, God damn it. Anyway, sorry. The Patriot Act when, you know, they slid in the uh the phone call surveillance mm-hmm. stuff in there. Yeah, they still haven't gotten rid of it. Phone is your biggest tracer. So I understand that all right, well you're just you know, making it okay for them to just take one more thing. But honestly, it makes my life easier. I don't like touching light switches anyway. Um you know, I could command my whole house just from my voice, and I love turning on my. <laughs> I learned my, you know, I I turn on my 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 system and it starts downloading all the updates and everything in case I got uh, on a bad power off, which we all know the PS4. Like I don't know what it is about it, but it has trouble powering off, so it never yeah. does background downloads. Um, I I turn it on with the voice. Um, so to have that. <laughs> I love it, man. I like yeah, it. Yeah, you should set your bathroom light to turn on when you go, I'm going to shit. Because <laughs> you could kind of do that. Like, I guess. Like, you could see, like, you could be like, if you wanted your kitchen light to turn on and just say, I'm hungry, bitch. And, like, that's like the line, but that's pretty funny. Anyways, PlayStation 5 is going to be available in 2020. Uh, okay. What other features are available on the system? So. The next reveal we got was Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is coming out holiday of 2020, so most likely a launch title. And well, no, no, no. It, what they're saying is, is yeah, it is a, a thing, but it's um, take over as a playable character this time. Uh, takes over a playable character, so it is the same game. It's almost like uh, the game seems to include more science fiction elements, and it will release during the holiday season. But rather to rather Rather than be a complete sequel, however, is actually an enhanced and expanded version of the 2018 game. 
Yeah. So what it uh, is is it's it's Spider Man twenty whatever with a new DLC where you play as Miles. Uh, so it's just the other Spider Man game upresed, and then there's gonna be a new like yes, DLC. I mean, like maybe maybe a maybe a six to ten hour DLC. Dude, with Miles. the Miles Morales model that we saw in the trailer looks so much better than the one we got in the 2018 game. Hell yeah. Dude, I saw a funny meme where they showed both side by side. Yeah. And like... they were like, Miles finally got his shit lined up. Yeah. Like in the first one, his hair's all scraggly. <laughs> yeah. But in this one, he's got like a nice clean tape mm-hmm. like when he got a haircut. <laughs> uh, so then... uh, and he does look way cooler and his suit looks really awesome. Yeah, it does. It looks really cool. And they, I think they had an Ultimate Spider-Man suit or a similar suit. They had a bunch of shit suits in that game that I hated. There I just wanted my black ones. suit, Spider-Man suit. I just want my Venom symbiote black suit. Mm-hmm. I, I I always request the silver, the like the silver suit. Oh, the, the metal. metal one. Yeah, the metal. They have that, that one. That was a that was a that was an issue I bought when I was a child. Oh, the that. one with the, the foil. Version. It's the one, the armor, the spider yeah, armor. Yeah, but the foil yeah. cover. The shield. Yes, yeah, yeah, I still have it. It's under mm-hmm. my, it's actually under my mattress. Dude, I think I have that too, man. Still, yeah, um, we've all got it. It's got a hologram dude, cover and shit. Mike Schwartz and I used to go to this. Uh, so Mike Schwartz, he's never been on this podcast, but he was a guest a million years ago on Nerdborn. Uh, my best friend, oldest friend I've ever had. Him and I used to walk to this little flea market in Weston. I forget what it was called, but they had a little comic stand, and he bought every single variant cover of that variant. That black front, the black cover with the different suits and a different uh, holographic, like, you know, whatever, nice. Spider-Man, like, swinging. Um, very cool. Uh, I almost messaged him the other day because I was drunk, and I saw Mike Schwartz, and I keep seeing his thing, and I see, I hear you always hear you say he's my best friend. He's my best friend. And I wrote this long-ass message out where I was like, who the fuck are you? Because my best friend <laughs> says you're his best friend, but I don't know who the fuck you are. Where the fuck have you been? Why have you never been on the podcast? Like I, I, I wrote this thing right, and I was like, I'm being aggressive, but trying to be funny, but also being like, Jesus. One of my best friends says you're his best friend, but I don't know who the fuck you are. It's almost like if a of your girlfriend, if a shitty girlfriend finds your phone and she's like, Who's Tracy? Huh? Who's Tra- Who's Tracy? So the thing with Mike Schwartz <laughs> is he is. My best friend by default. He's really just my oldest friend. We barely hang out. We skate now. We yes. we try to skate once a week, but really we skate like once or twice a month. And that's the only time you I ever see him. him. It's the only time I ever see him is when we skate. Once a week. Sometimes I didn't say you could see him. <laughs> Jet, did you say you could see? Him? We I didn't skated. Even know you still see? How have you been seeing him? But I've never seen him. We skated last Sunday, and we'll skate this Sunday. Uh, and that before that, I hadn't seen him for like two months. He was going to come to the, my wedding, and you would have met him then, but obviously that got canceled. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's more like a brother. He's not... He's my friend. I mean, I still consider him my friend, obviously, but we don't hang out. We have very dissimilar interests. Like, we're not... Oh, okay. uh, we're not like BFFs. We're, it's more like he's family. <clears throat> like, I've known him since I was seven years old, uh, which means I've known him for 30 oh, okay. years. Okay, so to me, he's like my Brian. My Brian Wright, because I've yeah. known Brian since I was eight years old, and he's my oldest friend, so default, I have to say best friend, because yeah. I've known him since I was eight years old, but, um, but I'm, but, you know, he is my best friend, but, like, you and me are a little closer, because we have more things in common, and we exactly. interact more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they get that spot, because you've known him forever. Me or Keith, now, go. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, don't answer that. I don't want to know. I don't want my feelings to get hurt. Challenge. <laughs> I don't want my feelings hurt. Holly Culkin or Elijah Wood? Elijah Go. Wood. Uh, Elijah Wood. No, I don't know. Yeah, Elijah Wood, because Macaulay Culkin's hiding something. Yeah, he's hiding something. Um, I, yeah, he's hiding something. Speaking of old friends, uh, Gran Turismo <laughs> 7 was shown. Uh, it's Keith's old friend and a game that I don't think I could have any less interest in. Gran Turismo, the greatest racing game all the time forever, which is also the most boring racing game of all time forever it, all, are, all the time. Are, can I defend this game real quick? Uh before you guys shit all over it. No, I'm not going to shit on it. It's a, it's a great game for simulation and car shit. It's a, it's it's the closest thing to driving real cars. It is literally the closest thing to driving real cars with real physics, with real, uh, you know, reaction. Now, don't think about playing on a controller. Um, really, th- those games are meant to cater to, uh, you know, that four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar wheel. Yeah, that, definitely. That literally, no one stocks. And then when the coronavirus hit. They were freaking sold out forever. Now they're back, and now like before Corona, they're like two hundred bucks. Uh, now they're about three fifty, four hundred dollars. If you want to buy one of those racing wheels, yeah. Talk you're about not. Man, right? You're not selling this game. Um, but this is literally uh the most realistic. So like, if you ever dream about racing and you can't afford it, right? Because racing is very expensive when for cars. Yeah. Buy Gran Turismo and buy a racing wheel. It's much cheaper. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. It, it is the best simulation racing experience. It's re- It really is. But in the well, end, for a core gamer who isn't into racing simulators, it's not it's, for you. Yeah, it's not for you. Um, for speed. What's really good is it's, it's really good at events and putting people together. So like 24 hours of Le Mans, right? Um, yeah. We, you know, you're then racing against all these other people and you guys are racing for 24 hours straight. Um, I know that sounds like hell for some of you guys, but, you know, some other friends may get together and, and run like pit crews and stuff like that, jump in and out. Um, so it's it's different. And then if you are a racer, um, like if you are a driver and you enter in kind of, you know, like novice entry level or even professional, um, then it keeps you sharp on your skills. You know, you have a clutch pedal, you have a shift knob, you have paddle shifters, um, you know, real physics come into play here. And it's always kind of been that way. Since the beginning, they've always worked at kind of realistic physics, and it's only been getting better over time. But I'm done defending the game, so you guys can shit on it now. No, I'm not going to shit on it. It's just it's it's what it's always been. It's a racing simulator. It's really great, and I've bought every Gran Turismo ever put out. But I don't play them very much because <laughs> I get bored. I get I get bored because even when you're driving the fucking Lamborghini, it doesn't feel as fast as the Pinto in Need for Speed. So I well yeah well that's Need for Speed versus Gran Turismo. I mean totally different, right? But uh, but you know what I always end up doing is I end up getting like a. I call it go-kart aggressive when like, you know that you could bump and do things and make someone else, uh, you know, things you won't do in a normal race, right? Because it's disrespectful. Yeah. Collision basically. Yeah. You know, the the stakes are too high. I find myself in Gran Turismo, uh, you know, especially when it comes to the computer, um, just purposely crashing into some of them just to get them off you. Yeah. Fuck them. (laughs) And they, um, and they never put damage physics, so you're fine. Well, no, they they they've been working damage physics over the years. You could turn it on or off, uh, 
or okay. games that have it or don't. Um, but the next game is a pretty cool one, and, and this one came back uh, on the PS4, uh, Ratchet & Clank, uh, Rift Apart. Um, you know, the the last one got really good reviews, um, so this is a new game that is going in development. Have you seen the trailer for this one, Jesse? Yeah, I watched the event live. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Ratchet & Clank is neat. I don't really play them. I've been thinking of re-downloading the last one for the PS4. Uh, just for the fun of it, because I know that they're really good-looking games. They're like Sony games. No, they're Insomniac games, actually. Insomniac, yeah. Uh, and they're cool, but uh, and they're cool games. And I think they're great, but I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say great, but it's just not my wheelhouse. I'm sure it's fun, and it's neat, and it's oh, cool, the, but... The last Retro and Clank was on that uh, Days of Play promotion that Sony does, like, every summer, right? Um, I think it was, like, I think it was like 20 bucks or something. They discounted it out. Um, but, you know, that's what we got coming up. Uh, off to the next game, Project Athena, which is uh, one of the Square Enix uh, and uh, Luminous Productions games yeah that looks neat it looks almost like the unreal 5 demo that they put out a month ago or so it looks like um we don't know what that is but it looks like tomb raider meets final fantasy and that is awesome to me but it's all yeah it's uh you know they got like werewolf like creatures flying around um but it's also an exclusive to the ps5 um great love it actually load a video and i shouldn't do that but yeah it's a ps5 exclusive so you're not going to see uh anyone on the xbox side coming over to play this yeah definitely i think it looks cool what i think the gameplay that we've seen is is not enough to make a judgment on what the game is going to be like because there's no hud and they're just showing kind of like spells and traversal so i think it looks cool but we don't know what this is yet. We have no idea what this game is going to play like. Well, I can uh, tell you what it's not. And this is something that's uh, old. This is like from like the 80s. But Project Athena was like a joint project between MIT, Digital Equipment Corporation, and IBM. Uh, this is not the same thing. <laughs> hmm. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, so it looks neat. Uh, hopefully we'll find out where the fuck Aaron went. Because I know that he had an idea. Or well, he had, like... So he, went, he went to go drain his tube. Um, oh, really? Drain the lizard? Uh, but there isn't really much to say because all we really have is, okay, we see cool protagonists can kind of fly, can use magic. I mean, I liked how I saw she was in front of, like, this monster thing and then, like, used the roots from the ground. So I'm like, okay, there's going to be spells. So there's spells. It looks cool. It looks like a game definitely up my alley. And if you would have told me this game was made by... Naughty Dog or Insomniac or anyone else, I would have been like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm You're sure it'll be shitty. But, but the fact that it's Square, oh, it's I'm gonna this. I I trust it's gonna be Square. I trust it's gonna be dope. This is probably the new Tomb Raider. It looks like Tomb Raider meets Final Fantasy, and it, you yeah. already heard how much I'm gushing over Tomb Raider for the last couple of years. Uh, I really look forward to it. I just don't know enough to talk about it. I'm hoping they're not just glossing this over with pretty visuals, but uh, it looks cool. I'm interested in seeing what it is. Have you checked out the uh, 
the stray tra- trailer i didn't I, I didn't dig into more of it um you know s- since we've been talking but uh it's a game where you play as a cat in a world full of robots yeah i mean whatever for i mean for me personally it's because not to be rude like i i just don't really care about like quirky shit and like especially since like cats are all the rage and like ooh cats and fucking cats and like oh cats like i don't know what to say other than like oh cats everyone loves their fucking cat fuck cats i'm a dog person cats are rude cats don't cats will fucking eat your face they hate you they think they're better than you dogs are actually loyal and loving cats are manipulative creatures that use you for their benefit i don't like them i have a cat i love my cat oscar he's the sweetest he's the best but um i don't mean to go off on a cat thing but um whatever i don't care even if they make the dopest game about being a yeah, even if they uh, make a game about being a cat and it's really cool, like, okay, cool, you made a cat game. But I'm not going to – I haven't been, like, secretly dreaming about a cat sim. So I had to run and uh, have diarrhea. Sorry. Okay, you don't have to tell us that. I do. We did talk about Project Athena. Did, what were your thoughts on the Tomb Raider Final Fantasy-looking game? So I think it graphically looks cool, but I have no idea what it's going to play like. So I'm interested. You know, it's a Square Enix game. It looks like they're going to take what they did with – um you know, uh, their Tomb Raider games and kind of do sci-fi, I guess, like sci-fi, sci-fantasy or whatever you call that. Um, but it looks, yeah. like, graphically, it looks really cool. Yeah. That dragon at the end looked dope. Yeah, and then we brought the cat game. Like, do you have any Which, thoughts on the cat game? No. I mean, it looks like, who gives a fuck? Oh my god, the cat. <laughs> cat and I mean, robot hopefully, world. like, maybe you can pick, is it a tabby? Or is it a, like, can you, like, can you pick what kind of cat so you can make it look like my cat? Oh my god, look, it's Thumper. Like, yes. can you do that? Is this a Sony version of Nintendogs? I don't know. I think it's more like that, um, what was that game where you were, uh, you could play different animals in uh, Tokyo? Oh god, Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo Zoo? City? Tokyo Zoo. Tokyo Zoo. That was kind of a neat game i played it for i think i didn't really go through it but i I think i did give it ps plus had it for ps3 one time and i think i did give it like a solid five hours and it was neat you got to piss on shit and like fuck you got to fuck stuff fuck animals i I think so could you fuck i think i don't remember i never played um, it it wasn't bad i think that was neat that was a cool game so straight i don't care about i don't want to be a cat i don't really give a fuck uh, All right, but it looked uh, cool. To the controller sh- showcase, we got a little bit on the controller side. It's everything uh, we kind of mentioned be- before. Um, the haptic feedback, integrated mic and a controller, along with the headphone jack. Uh, 3D audio coming out of that little speaker, which is kind of impressive. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's impressive. Hopefully, it allows for surround sound, so like surround sound-enabled headphones can do that but i mean it's still a 3.5 millimeter jack so i don't know if those even have a capability for that i the plant the um phillips ones i just got supposedly have it so i wonder um, it's going to be an interesting uh experiment yeah. haptic feedback is going to be interesting but i don't think <laughs> it's one of those things Bro, like six axis yeah. where i'm like i don't know that it's going to translate like yeah, it's going to be on, like, NAC 3, and then we're not going to care anymore. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, 6-axis was cool. No, it wasn't. I it mean, was dog shit. For what, though? Yeah. Layer? Who played Layer? Layer looked so good, and then you play it, <laughs> it and it was trash. So cool. Yeah, man. Um, with the, the 3.8 millimeter, whatever, the jack, 
I would imagine that technology is exponential. So I believe that the smaller the jacks get, I mean, dude, have you seen a terabyte chip? There are some terabyte chips that are smaller than your fingernail, Mm -hmm. you know? So I can imagine that maybe we can get a small jack. I was very, very, very incredibly disappointed in the PlayStation 4, uh, the DS4, the fact that there's a headphone jack in the controller and you can't plug a pair of headphones into it to hear your game audio. You can. How fucking... No, you can't. Yeah, that's how I use my game audio now with my headphones. No, no, but he's talking about uh, just a regular pair of headphones, like a oh, uh, like yeah, iPhone. Like, he- I'm using? sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I, I I see what you're saying, like iPhone headphones. Yeah, yeah. But like, what do you use? I use Philips, um, these really high quality audio headphones I got, and then I got a boom mic that connects into a 3.5 millimeter jack and has an extended cable that comes out, so it's a pass through. And it gives you a gaming mic. It's pretty cool. No, but what I'm saying is like, so there are headphones out there that I can plug into my controller and hear the video game? Yeah, dude, I'll give you the rigs that I bought. <laughs> Just don't do your Apple. Uh, your That's the whole reason why I bought these Sony PlayStation Gold headphones. <laughs> no, yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. that's how I play. I, I play with the rigs uh, like, uh, like Aaron has. And I plug okay. the controller and... Um, you have range too, where like you could hear, uh, almost 3d sound. It's not, it's not 7.1, but, um, you could hear. I don't need all that. I'm okay with mono. I really don't mind. Well, I'll you know, give mono... you, I'll give you the rigs. See if you like them. They're, they're not comfy for me because of my glasses. So you may have the similar thing, but they're comfortable enough. I'm wearing them right now. Like I just, well, no, but now I'm good. Cause I have my Sony golds. So yeah. I'm but fine. when they die, you can just plug these in and immediately keep going. Right. Mine are fucking, and I haven't even worn them more than five times. Bird, what's the next game on the docket? Wait, yours are breaking? Is that what you said? Yeah, the the uh, 50th anniversary or whatever that was. The oh, yeah, yeah. I literally wore them less than five times, and uh, the the cup's all flaking. Yeah, I think oh. it'll be interesting to see. the. Ne- I think they showed the next set of headphones in like they, the promotionals. They look really good, very plain, sleek. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think they look good. But we'll see. And it's also a camera, which probably is only for the uh, Google, the voice activation. Yeah. Uh, and for streaming, for... like to have a streaming camera. Um, so then we saw Returnal, which was a third-person sci-fi horror game. Uh, it looks kind of like Dead Space. I think that was the one. Oh, yeah, it's the lady. She's on like a a random planet and she keeps dying and coming back to life to keep trying. It's like Dark Soulsy in that way. Like uh it's like the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, Live Die Repeat. Yeah, it looked it, it okay, so that game that looked interesting. Obviously, like once again, not much to say about it because we don't fucking know shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that hopefully that their their presentation of the concept, which is basically that Tom Cruise movie. The game's called that Tom Cruise movie. Um yeah. It sounds cool. It looks interesting if they can pull it off. Looks neat. Yeah. Looks fun. I like it. Cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see Worst more for sure. Fucking name. Yeah, I mean, Returnal. it kind of is a good name because it, it, it is like Return and Eternal. Eternal. Yeah. Returnal. It is, dude, it kind of like if that Tom Cruise movie. Why do I keep saying Tom's Cruise? If Tom's <laughs> Cruise Ship, the movie, was called Returns All or Returnal. That would have been really cool. Like it is kind of a cool name, but I kind of also cringe a little bit at it. But uh, it looks cool, but I can't say shit because once again, I don't know how that fucking shit's gonna play. That's what I was saying earlier about Project Athena. 
Sure. Looks great. Looks cool. Yeah. But we have no idea how that's going to play. There's no HUD element. Uh, every attack we saw was in the middle of an attack animation or spell animation. So I don't see... You know how Aaron and I were recently talking about Mortal Shell? Look it up. They finally gave us a little bit of gameplay of this game that looks great. And they showcase a little bit of like actual gameplay. And it looks kind of and, and like you can see a little jank in there. Mm-hmm, a little like, janky. Hmm. It's almost like when you're expecting souls and you see like the surge and you mm-hmm. go, okay, it's going to be. Because the surge is a good series. Those games are pretty good. But if you're looking for souls, like there's a chance you're, it's not going to be your bag. So that's what I'm thinking about uh, Project Athena, where I'm like, look, if you're going to mix Tomb Raider and Final Fantasy, I am so, I'm so excited for that. But I don't know yet. So the same thing with Returnal. Concept looks fucking great. I don't really care for first person shit, but whatever. This looks cool, and hopefully they do a good job at conveying this thing. Because we're, we're to the point now where graphics aren't the thing. We're not getting better graphics anymore, guys. We're getting better processing. We're getting faster processing. We're getting more particle f- fragments and shit like we used to. But nothing's going to look realer than shit we already have, really. So it's really more performances and things like... It's more things like... Uh, another one you brought up, Keith, before. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Um, apparently, the whole thing with the Nexus, like traveling through those portals... It's loading an entire world, and it's like it's like you're hopping around. So, Aaron, it would be like jumping into a portal from Firelink Shrine to yeah, yeah. wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with no So, I think time. that's, yeah, like Firelink Shrine to uh, Quaylog's room and then having no lag. But, well, but you would have to load all the rooms in between that. And so, that's what the PS5 is going to do is processing power, basically loading the entire game as much as they can. Um, something we've been seeing in PS4 games for a while now, which is the squeezing through through the tight hole to create the no loading uh, kind of fake. They're pretending that there's no loading in this game, except every three rooms you have to walk through a narrow corridor that takes you 15 seconds to walk through, mm-hmm. which is the loading room. Yeah. Even Castlevania Symphony of the Night did this back in 1997 when you would go between rooms and you would have this one little echoey corridor between actual chambers, actual worlds. Mm -hmm. It was a little mini load screen. Uh, And they knew to make it that long because they know they need, we need at least six seconds to load the next world. So make it so that you cannot go through this load area without uh, seven seconds passing. So um, yeah, Returnal looks really cool conceptually. Like even like, I don't know, I'm not going to sit here and talk about shit. I don't know about, I don't know what the fucking story is. But that whole thing, like you're 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 somewhere, and then you die, then you wake up, and you die, and everything keeps changing. Reminds me very much of Silent Hill Four: The Room, and is very cool. I wish that was on PS, and so we could buy it because Silent Hill Four: The Room is a very cool game. It's a Silent Hill game that play, takes place in one room, like a one bedroom apartment, and as you play it, the whole game kind of comes through, happens in that one room, and you think, like, how does that happen? It's because it has good game design. So hopefully Returnal is cool. <laughs> R- rant over. Sorry about that. 
your show. I just turned the mic off and was like, I'm just laughing because that went in 40 directions. I know. Uh, this is what we do here on so Off the funny. Rails. Oh, so funny. Uh, all right. So the next one is Sackboy's Big, or Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which is the, I guess, the new Little Big Planet game. New, I, it looks like they maybe added some different mechanics, but it looks exactly like every other Little Big Planet game, and I have exactly zero interest. Yeah. It's a tool for the ability to make really fun shit. That I'll never see because I won't play it. Exactly. It's, I'm not a content creator. I play games. I play content. Yeah. Um, I, I will say th- those games are really good for waiting for waiting a couple of months or a year or two. Oh, yeah. And and then going and searching weird shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember I, I started playing Little Big Planet 2 or some shit. And... I was playing like two years later and I put Street Fighter and people had made the most creative, fun Street Fighter shit. That was so fun. Like really strange things. I I remember they actually made skins. Like they made official Street Fighter skins for a little big Mm -hmm. planet. But again, I like those games. I don't know. They just aren't me. They're just not like I played them with my ex-girlfriend and a it's extremely frustrating to play that game. Those games with people who don't play platformers. And, like, they can't even get the controls. You're just, like, waiting, and you're, like, trying not to be, like, just press fucking X. Like, you know, you're just, you're just like, yeah, no, babe, you just got to wait. And then when you see it swing, you just want to hit that right, you know, hit, push that stick to the right, and then hit X, and you'll jump. And it's, like, after saying that 40 times, you're, like, I'm going to literally push this stick oh. that I call a gun to the right <laughs> facing my temple and then I'm going to pull this other stick to the left and put a fucking bullet in my brain. But getting somebody who doesn't, who isn't yes. used to that kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Like obviously here we go another little side rant. Uh, I remember in the past having a, a girlfriend who would watch me and my friends play Street Fighter and Mega Man games all the time to the point where like she bought a PS2 because she also needed a DVD player and then she also bought Mega Man collection because she's like, oh, that looks great. You guys buy it. And I sat down to try to play Mega Man with her, and she, she picks Heat Man stage. Oh, Heat no. Man's stage. Now, when it begins, the first you're on a solid platform, and when you jump onto the next platform, it's kind of like a treadmill walking, like away from you. So if you stand still, like you're being pushed back, and you'll fall into a pit of lava. So you have to move forward. And she somehow, like we spent like ten minutes, maybe four minutes, trying to get her to understand, like this is your avatar. This is how you control it. Because, like, she'd jump up on the platform, and then he would start moving back. And she's like, why is he moving back? And I'm like, because you're on a treadmill, bitch. You don't see it? It's moving back towards the lava. What do I do? Walk forward. But I'm walking slower. And I'm like, yes, yes, just walk slower, but you're going to keep moving ahead. And watching someone who didn't know the – didn't have, like, the cognitive awareness. I mean, I guess of not playing video games for 20 years. But it's like, this is my avatar. This is how I control it. And it's like super stressful watching someone like it's like when you hand somebody a controller and go, here's like Street Fighter, the simplest thing. You are that person. Forward is walk up is jump down is crouch. And then they go, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And I go forward is walk up is jump down is crouch. And then they just like vomit out of confusion. What do you mean? You know, so like that can kind of be a fucking annoyance. 
Yeah, and you turned your mic off again. That was Little Big Planet for me, like big. Oh time yeah, for Little a bit. Big Planet. I think they would have been dope if they would have just made a really good game because their system is really well made, and you can make really cool shit. And they do make a ma- a regular campaign. <laughs> I remember, I would just stand at the next spot and make my character wiggle his arms around and like do fucking dumb shit while I was waiting, and then she would get really mad at me. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like. They have the campaign shit, but look, just make a game. Because, you know, they keep, they've been trying since PS3. They want Sackboy to be the, or Sackboy is the PlayStation mascot. Yeah. But nobody, nobody cares about him. And their game, the, those games are really cool games, but they fucking suck because they fucked up making them. Like, I don't, I don't even think they fucked up making them. I just think nobody was asking for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's I think really it's, what it is. I think Little Big Planet was there, like our interpretation of what Mario is in on PlayStation Three. You know what I mean? Like, here's our evolution of the Mario Brothers platforming, which cool, but that's not for me. So whatever. Yeah, uh, I mean, it worked. It it works. It's just we didn't need the Creation Suite stuff. Yeah, that's what messed everything up, and that's why Dreams is failing and will fail. Because Dreams was a great idea and a great tool. They should have sold Dreams. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about yeah. when I say Dreams? Yeah, yeah. They should have sold Dreams as a developmental tool. They should not have sold it as a game. Yeah, let people make games it. with it. Um, speaking of things that aren't for me and I don't care about, uh, we saw Destruction All-Stars, which looked like a Twisted Metal-style game that's like kind of Destruction Derby, but with a Fortnite aesthetic. Yeah, and I was like, I don't care. Um, To me, what that looks like is that's the next evolution in the car soccer game that everyone. Yeah, Rocket League. It looked. I thought it was going to be another Rocket League, but it, it was like. I think that's what it is. It's like the new Rocket League. It's it's a destruction car car combat. Yeah, it's you. You beat each other up and then jump out of the car and get another car spawned. I don't know. It looks like they're they're like, what can we do that's similar to Battle Royale, but not. And so they were like driving cars, <laughs> um, but I mean I think it'll have an audience. There'll be people that play it. Um, it won't be me, but there will be people playing it. So then we saw Kina Bridge of it's called Kina Bridge of Spirits, which was an adventure game, kind of like the Horizon Zero Dawn, but with a more stylized art direction. Which cool. one again? Kina Bridge of Spirits. Kenna. Was it Kona? That was. Uh, it might have been Kona. Is it Kona? I think it was Kona. Oh, I thought it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, that one looked really maybe cool. It was, it was like but the yeah, tw- it looked like maybe twins, but it was like um, you the you're like a Japanese girl, I think, and you're doing all kinds of cool shit, <laughs> fighting robots. Yeah, just well, just another one of those things that happens when Sony drops systems. Another one of these kind of like Spyro, Beyond Good and Evil, like kind of like ha- like Jack and Daxter, God. like. Where the, the fuck? world the world looks nice, but it's like you know, like a PG kind of game. Where the fuck is Beyond Good and Evil too? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. On where PS5 is that? Because Beyond Good and Evil One was fucking great. Well, we I mean, saw the only, re- only reason I say that is because I like the camera shit. We saw Beyond Good and Evil Two gameplay at E3 five years ago. No, no, no. We saw a CGI trailer with the monkey. No, then we saw. The 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 gameplay trailer where they like oh, flew out of the spaceship we? and then like flew around the world and did all kinds of shit and it looked really cool, and then we've seen nothing. Fuck all, nothing. Yeah. They haven't said shit. So um, I think that 
might be something like my band where people who have something are too afraid to drop it and they're waiting for like no 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 let's wait till next season's going to be the sweet spot <laughs> and then they never fucking put a game out like you know how many games and also movies and music and everything are not being dropped because everyone's like well everyone's on the world's on shit the world's in shit right now it's on fire like we can't drop our product because we'll lose our revenue. So art is being impacted by all of these creatives. Like, look, my band has, by now we should have dropped, we should be nearing the end of our cycle and about to record the full-length album and have, like, five songs out. We still have the one out. Because, like, they're like, well, we can't drop it now because it'll be a waste because we need buzz and marketing and look at the stuff. I hate that part of it. And that's what I think is what happened with Beyond Evil 2 beyond good and evil is i think that they have their product or they don't either they started marketing too early or they're just holding it because they want to get the most out of their drop people need to understand dude there's no more blockbuster weekends the world is i don't want to get into this the world is forever changed no one is ever going to make the same kind of money they would have made two years ago on products we will never this is not ending we're always going to be wearing, we're never going to have a time where we're not wearing masks and we're not being weird and we're not kind of staying home. And I miss my friends. Honestly, dude, like I don't feel like I should be not seeing you, but my laziness and depression keeps me at home. And also I don't want to be imposed on you, but it's like, it's over, bro. Like there is no more like movie, like Mor- Morbius with Jared Leto was supposed to come out already. It's supposed to yeah. been out. Yeah, everything's getting fucking... We're probably not getting it for another year or two. We're not... This shit's not happening anymore. That new Spider-Man movie, you're not getting that movie anymore. It's going to take, like... Tack on two to three years to everything because everyone's so afraid of the price lines. And the same thing goes with these games. No one's going to drop their games anymore because they think... I'm surprised that the systems are coming out, which is going to influence the game creators to put their games out. But the the system creators, they know they're going to take a hit, which is, you know why? Or you know why they're going to charge way more money for their systems? And the PS5 is probably going to come out at six to seven or eight hundred dollars because they know only people who can afford it are going to buy it and they're going to pay for it anyways because people who are going to buy it are going to buy it anyways and they don't have to appease people who are saving a couple of bucks to be able to get it at 400 bucks they're going to say fuck it make half the quantity drop it at 650 or 700 we'll still sell out you're right you're right um my my video game collection nearly doubled since this all started because you know, there's not a lot of games out there. Um, people are actually playing more games if they could afford it. Um, and uh, if you can't afford it, uh, the whole market's moving up. So you're 100. Yeah. percent Yeah, it's a bummer, but it's just... sound, but you know, it's your. I mean, look at we just talked about that steering wheel, right? It was 200 dollars in in uh, in February. Um, it was a Black Friday special last year, at, like at Best Buy for 175. Now, good luck trying to find it uh, in stock, and if you do, it's going to be 400 to 350. Yeesh. Yep, but the people who want it will buy it, and you know they may not have to sell as much for their break even. Anyway, sorry to go off on another off the rails. Don't uh, be a, don't apologize. This is what we do here, baby. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the next game we saw was Goodbye Volcano High, 
which was about dinosaurs in high school. Uh, we don't know. It's probably going to be like a Life is Strange-esque adventure type yeah. thing. Looks like Life clicky, is Strange. Point clicky. It's by a company or a studio called Co-op. Um, and they're an artist's game development company. I don't know. They made... The only thing I could see was Laura Croft Go, which was like a... Oh, two, it's like Hitman Go. Yeah. It's... They take Laura Croft or Hitman. It's a turn-based strategy. It's yeah. cool. It's not. It's not bad. Not Dinosaur High School really looked cool. like I don't care. I, I'm. I'm sorry to keep saying that, but there was a lot of times where I was like, I mean, I don't know who this is for, but it's not me. It's uh, just an open yeah. sunset one developer. Uh, Werewolf Among Us. Uh, they mm-hmm. did a bunch of those. Yeah, other, oh, um, Wolf Among Us. It doesn't Telltale. look like that to me. Telltale game. It looks to me like it's gonna be more of like a. Like Life is Strange, but that's well, Life is Strange is like a Telltale game, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's what. Yeah. Then you're right. That's what it looks like. So, um, big one that we saw, by the way, was uh, well, sorry, we're you gonna say something else about that, Keith. Sorry. Uh yeah, just a quick story that uh, Telltale, I guess they uh, they let a storage unit lapse, and then the storage unit went for auction. Oh and- no. Yeah. Oh no. And someone bought it, and there was a bunch of developing, uh, like development uh, consoles in there. Um, what so, happens in that kind of situation with NDAs or contracts or hidden shit? Uh, honestly, you, you can't, just get to run away, take the money, and run. No, it's uh, it, like Sony would then send out their own team to try and go hunt the equipment back down. No, um, would they have any legal recourse to take it back? No. No, not there, because who are you going to go after? You can't go after anyone. You need to put the honey out there. Oh, uh, who put the fucking sensitive information into a storage unit? Like, yeah, that's crazy. That's some funny shit. Did, so, you know, but the storage unit, you know, they lapsed and went to auction and someone bought it and they sold it and people got, you know, a bunch of prototype systems out there. So, word. Yeah. Next. So the next game we got was Oddworld Soulstorm, which is a new uh, Oddworld game continuing Abe's story from Abe's Odyssey and the one after yes. that. Uh, looks graphically really, really good. Um, and it's another side-scrolling kind of platformy game in that same Puzzle universe. game. Yeah, puzzly. Like, did, did you guys play Abe's Odyssey? No. Keith? Uh, is that on the PlayStation? Yeah, PS1. PlayStation 1. Yeah, yeah, that with the Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, I think they did like yeah. a... Like a slurm, no, yeah. not slurm. Uh, yeah. Slurm was a Futurama, but it was the same shit. It was like they were making like a drink out of like killing alien bit buddies. Uh, yes, I played Abe's Odyssey was a very early PS one game. For like, I played it like when it came out. Like it was, it was such a strange game. Puzzles, very puzzle game, very gruesome, very brutal, very brutal, I, gruesome, gruesome, gross game, really brutal. Uh, so you- yeah. It's, it was called New and Tasty. That's it. I couldn't remember the name of it. But then they just came out with the new um, uh, remake on PS4. Of the original? Yeah. Well, they call it just, I think it's just New and Tasty Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. But yeah, it, it, it I'm definitely. I'm on my PS4 gets... right now. I'm looking. Um, yeah, because the, the original, I did. I never beat it. But man, that game was really cool. I was very, I was a young kid playing that. Very cool game. Uh, yeah. I look. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy they did it again. I I I I took a little bit. I see new and tasty right there. 
Um, I took a little bit of offense when um, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath came out. Stranger's Wrath came out on Xbox. Yeah. And Oddworld was a PlayStation game. Well, there was another Oddworld game after Abe's Odyssey. There was a... I can't remember. It was a sequel that was just like... um, like Abe's Odyssey, like side-scrolling puzzle shit. But then for Xbox, because those fucking Xbox losers, they made like a first-person shooter where like... Whatever, I don't want to explain it. But uh, I really liked Abe's Odyssey. I thought it was cool and fun. But I don't have an attachment. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's nice. Cool. I'm happy an old familiar face is back. Yeah, there uh, yeah, in 2001, Xbox came out with uh, Munch's Odyssey. Um, Munch's and- Odyssey, the other guy, yeah. Yeah, and then there was uh, Stranger's Wrath, but that was on everything. It was on Xbox, PS3, Vita. Um, that was on everything. But, Damn, uh, dog, I'm about to buy New and Tasty. Abe's Odyssey, New and Tasty. Yeah, it's the original game. Yeah, it's a it's a recreate. Oh my god, I, oh. I'm looking at the pictures now. I remember this game. It's so brutal. Yeah, it's such a brutal. It's like Mortal Kombat brutal. Uh, I'm gonna buy it right now. Fuck it. Exodus was the second one. That's what I can remember. It was just a year later. Um, but anyway, I think we we beat a. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. It's a cool game. Cool, cool, cool thing. I would advise to look up the first one and play it. So then we saw a trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo, which um, is a first-person action horror game. It looks like um, it looks like Skyrim in in like modern-day Japan with ghosts. Like your hands are doing all kinds of weird shit, like Skyrim. Yeah, magic. you're doing spells and shit. Yeah, it it looks graphically really cool, um, and I'm like lukewarm interest. You know, like I. I feel like it could be really good or it could be really cheesy. You know, it's it's kind of on but the line there. Is it is it Bethesda that's putting it out? No, uh, it's, it's f- on their website. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, shit. Uh, Tokyo is overrun by deadly supernatural forces after 99 percent of the city's population vanished. Use a powerful arsenal of uh, spectral abilities to fight the. Paranormal threat unravel the mystery behind the mass disappearance. Yeah, um, yeah, it's Bethesda, dude. So um, it is Skyrim. Yep, yep. You guys okay. nailed it. All right, well, uh, I'm out. Yeah, I have no, I have no care. I mean, it looks cool, but whatever, I don't care. Bethesda, man, fix your shit first. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like make an engine that works, you dumb shit lords. Didn't I see <laughs> you the other day? Uh, some Bethesda game, it was like three dollars. Oh, it was no, Fallout seventy six. No, it was Fallout seventy six. I think it was Fallout seventy six. No, no. Three dollars, okay. or maybe four. Oh, four it was Fallout like, four. You sure, it was seventy six. I thought it was Fallout four. It was Fallout okay. four. It may have been four, but still three dollars for a game. <laughs> Fallout four is supposedly not that bad. It's no, it's, good. it's all right. Yeah, it's it's okay. Story is not great. I but... just don't care. Those yeah. games do all the same thing for me. I like get to the open world and I'm like, I don't Bro, know where to go. I am loading up my cart and PlayStation right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see what happens all right. by the end of the show. So next we had Jet the Far Shore, which was that weird astronaut game where he picks up a little girl and then flies into fucking space. And Well, but- you need to start that off by saying it's a Capcom game. Oh, is no, it? No, it's Capcom. It, I thought it's Epic. 
Yeah, I think no, the one with the green with the green net. Yeah, that's really? Capcom. It's a Capcom game. Oh, and that makes me think we don't know shit about what this is. Yeah, because it's Capcom, and there's always something. So let's wait and see. Yeah, I mean, I, what I wrote was there's no like a sci-fi game, no real info given. We don't know how it's going to play, what it's going to be, but they said it's a holiday <coughs> 2020 game. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Uh, then we saw Godfall by Gearbox, the Borderlands people. Uh, looks like an action RPG fighting game hybrid, like almost like it looks like the third person sections of Destiny. Uh, like armor and graphics uh but it looks really dumb and like it's gonna suck balls so yeah godfall looks like i'm not sure if they said who makes it gearbox something's telling me this is a free game oh yeah it's and definitely gonna it's be not those. gonna be because it's got it's giving me a very death a very uh warframe feel mm-hmm. and um the the armor design is very cool. I think somebody got really excited in development when they saw when they're with, with their art designer because they're like, "Oh, this looks great!" Because the art design of the armor is like really cool and stuff. It's a little too, a it's little edge lord. It's got a little bit edge lordy, and it has a little tinge of like not Fortnite, but the other one, the Apex one that's on Legends. PlayStation now. The one that's on the one that's the other Apex Legends. The, the one that you fight. No, you start. You starts with a D and you fight monsters. Dauntless. Anyways, Dauntless. It looks like Dauntless. So there's really cool armor, and then I saw the combat. I saw the combat work, and like I'm I I really know third person action combat games, and that game looks like toddler style. Like mm-hmm. it looks like dummy style. And well, it, and it, it looks really cool like look. It looked like a fighting game, right? It looks like you just go into like a small arena and fight things. Like well, it didn't look like a game. Well, it's when you say fighting game because well, a fighting game is a fighting game. Well, what I it mean looks is like like, a, like an arena, like yeah. maybe arena fighter, but it looks like more like a good, like a Doom, like a third person Doom. I don't know, like a third person just like fucking hack and slash. But it looks yeah. like it's gonna be like it, you know what it looks like. Uh, fuck, what's that game? Um. Where you play different types of fighters and it's like Dark Souls esque combat, um, but you For Honor. For Honor, it looks like that. For Honor is different. That's actually a really cool game, but it's unfortunately they made such a new type of control scheme that it's so difficult. I can never get used to it, and I can't play it, and it's too hard. But that's I what wish this game, I could. That's what this uh, game looks like to me. Is like one v one, like you know, our action RPG combat fighting. Oh, I, I think this game's gonna come out and the combat's gonna be stupid. Oh no, like, I agree. Dumb, I just mean I'm just talking about dumb what... easy. Yeah, because because the thing with For Honor, the combat is so intricate that it's almost like it's like weird. It's, it's like just... looking at something you've never seen before. But this game looks like it looks cool, but it's probably gonna be super shallow. It's just the only comparison I can make. Anyways. Well, yeah, I feel you. I feel, I feel you. You don't have to wait too long. It'll be out this uh, holiday season. So looks like another yeah. title. I'm betting it's a free game. I'm betting it's like a it's a dauntless or a free thing because it just looks it sucks because it looks cool, but it looks like shit at the same time. All uh, right. So next we saw Solar Ash, which is the new um, platformy like Metroidvania style game by the people that made Hyperlight Drifter. Mm-hmm. It looked really interesting, but 
can't really tell too too much but graphically it looks like you know it's a, a similar in style to hyperlight drifter but very cool very cool looking uh, uh i mean weird hyperlight drifter is a sprite based isometric puzzle d- dodging game and this is a 3d behind the over the shoulder platforming game i don't like I, the colors are similar so i give you that but it, this looks a lot like a game called bound on the ps4 um except with uh, like bound was kind of easy it was kind of a journey type game where you can't really die um but yeah i don't know what this is it's like fine we'll see it's it looks like more of a game used as a tool to be a tech demo to show you the technology not so much that it's going to be a standalone game that matters is he crackling on your side or is it just me i heard some crackling who's crackling keith or you jesse oh i'm hardwired in my bad no no Um, no no. i'm 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 trying to see if it's on my end you want to i heard some crackling but i mean i'm the one talking that's fine whatever yolo um well, I just meant graphically, like the art style looked kind of. I mean, Hyperlight Drifter is more pixelated, but it's just the use of colors and like kind of the, yeah, same color. The character design kind of fe- felt like it fit to me. Um, yeah, definitely. Then we saw the new Hitman, uh, Hitman Three, uh, which is going to conclude the Agent Forty Seven trilogy. Uh, the guy called it his. I couldn't get the name, but something assassination trilogy. Um, okay. Uh, just looks like Hitman, but with you know obviously really good new graphics so yeah i've never hitman, really played basically. any of those I, I like hitman i mean i play them i mean i have them all, i think i have all of them and uh they're fun games if you like that so i'm pretty sure this is i don't think it's gonna be like some new revolutionary shit it's just gonna be another fucking hitman game yeah which um, is cool i never played any of them because again i'm not really into stealthy you know and those games are all about you know being sneaky and then I mean, I know they have other types of... Uh, yeah, kind of, because they get pretty funny. It's pretty funny. You yeah. can do so much. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's, I'm a, sure it's a fun series. I'm sure you dress up and shit, whatever. Um, okay. And then we saw Astro's Playroom, which is like the new Little Big Planet, which is the Playroom robot, but in a game now. Like, you, it's Mario. So when they announced the, um, the PlayStation camera on the PS4, mm-hmm. you... It was Astro, uh, and you interact with it. And yeah. So, this is to show off their camera technology, pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, which which they also showed off as an accessory. Yeah, and it looks like they're literally aping Mario. Though there's like coins and like he's hitting bricks and shit. I was like, man, they're really just fucking doing. They're just doing it at this point. Sonic and Mario. Yep. yep. They're doing. Um, so then we saw Little Devil Inside, which was a... Wait, the only thing I wanted to say about that little guy was, not his game. Uh, I think he should be the mascot for PlayStation. Where did he come from? Playroom? The little robot. He was, he was part of the, uh, the Playroom. So it's yeah. actually, if you go on your, uh, PlayStation 4 right now... Yeah, I'm you on it. Have I'm, I'm play- perusing the PlayStation store. Yeah, no, 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 you don't. You don't have to do it in the store. It's already on your PlayStation. It comes by default on your PlayStation. Okay. He's the mascot in the playroom. Okay, so yeah, all right. That's what I always thought. I'm like, because I was thinking, fuck Zach Boy. Yeah. I think by this point in the presentation, I saw this thing, and I was like, why are they still pushing Zach Boy? Just use this fucking Wally knockoff. Yeah, and it and looks like have him do it. It looks like the PS5. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I won't play the game, but I think, you know, I'd, I'd prefer him over Sackboy. Yep, we vote him in. <laughs> we vote him in. So we then- vote him in. Astro for president. 2020 make <laughs> make playstation great again it's gonna be huge <laughs> uh so then we saw little devil inside which was like this weird i couldn't tell it was like an action rpg monster hunter type game that was the one where the guys like keeps going out and he has like a butler that was like taking a shit at some point and he's like yeah. fighting all these monsters it it looks cool it's definitely an indie it's not going to be like a deep deep game i don't think but Looks like it's going to be kind of fun. But never count them out, man. Remember Cuphead? I don't remember Cuphead because I never played it. Well, no, I I know what you mean because I remember Cuphead when it was announced years before it came out. Got no love. And I, no, no, I remember Cuphead came out at the end of a Microsoft conference when yes. they did the mishmash and they only gave every game like three to five seconds. Yep, that's all it got. And I remember... I, as well as many people, going, what the fuck was that? Yeah, and yeah. people anticipated Cuphead, and Cuphead, Cuphead came out and crushed. I'm still surprised it's not it's not multi platform yet, but uh, and I would be okay with them never giving it to PlayStation. Like some of my best friends tell me, uh, they, come over and play Cuphead, and I just don't want to because I'm like, it's not on PlayStation, and I don't fuck with y'all who don't fuck with my PlayStation. I'm a I'm I'm a PlayStation bias guy, but uh. You can take it to go, which is always fun. I like playing on a plane. No, I I play on my PlayStation. That's it. Okay. And then um, I'm a Sony pony. But uh, yeah. So so that. But um, what was the game you were saying again? The the, the one before That's the one. The you said? little devil oh. inside. It's fine. I was just saying, don't discount them. It it looks fun. Whatever. Uh, you know, but still not your cup of tea, Aaron. But uh, it's kind of a stealthy exploration. Uh, direct combat and even hunting wild creatures like dragons. Yeah, no, that it's def- that part's up my alley. Like the stealth is fine if it's like sneaking up on a monster and shit, or getting past a cave full of shit. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then we saw NBA 2K21, which like whatever. We uh, do, any, do any of us care about sports? Yes, me. Uh, because I want to talk oh. about this real quick. I had this conversation with Aaron. I, I, did we record it? Was this on the episode or was just me and you talking of like, what are they doing with sports games? Like there should be no sports games next year. Cause literally every, the world got canceled on sports. Um, so with all that free time, they should be developing uh, some games that people are asking for. Right. Like whether that's, I'm sorry, you were saying something. No. no, that was you. That was okay. your echo talking back to you. Oh, that's weird. I'm getting uh, feedback. Um, but, you know, what we got out of this was uh, since there's a limited amount of sports games coming out, what we got is EA Skate. Four. Yeah, we did get a new skate announcement. That was today, right? Uh, yesterday. Uh, yesterday. I probably got hit up by four or five people um, by that. I mean, now... It's kind of weird that they announced that after everything else because Skater XL I think comes out like next week, and there's a lot of companies that um that are sponsoring that game, and then I have a session on my computer which I'm gonna be uh, uninstalling, um but it's kind of cool to know that that um everyone you know EA big on the sports side right. 
pivoted and go, all right, we're going to take this year as a loss on the sports side, but you know what? We're going to give the people what they want, and that's uh, Skate 4. But that's all I wanted to talk about with uh, NBA 2K1. Sorry, guys. I'm not going to detail. No, you're good, bro. Like, for real, I'm, we won't get into detail because we'll talk about it another time because we don't want to keep too long. But I, if you heard last episode, I've been really into, like, looking up extreme games again. Uh, and that's why I've been playing Steep, which is a snowboard game because we've yeah. had a really, really shitty, like, lack of extreme sports games and stuff. And the Tony Hawk's coming back out. And this other company's making a skating game, and everyone's wondering if a skate was going to come out. And it's kind of neat, man, because, you know, it's a whole new lane of games that, you know, some of us used to play or people haven't played. Games like Cool Borders, SSX, like those series were fun. And, dude, tricking and getting high scores and doing dope shit is fun. So, and you know, hopefully... Dave Mirror's BMX. I mean... Yeah, man. My favorite, uh, Thrasher Skate and Destroy. Um, that game, I, I don't know, man. I remember playing that game, and it was... I remember a demo, and it was so hard. It was... At the time, it was probably the most realistic skateboarding game out, and then the soundtrack was all like that, like, early 90s hip-hop, which is so awesome. Nice. Aaron, you still there? Did you turn your mic off? I'm here. Uh, okay, so next we got... Uh, yeah, so MBK, NBA 2K21 was just... A basketball player, but he had sweat, and he still had doll eyes, which I noticed. You know that fucking fake, like glassy, weird, hyper, or what do they call that? Uh, uncanny valley. Like yeah. they still are hitting that. Like they don't have emotion in their eyeballs. Uh, then we saw. Oh yeah, the the, the guy, the, the the trailer was mm-hmm. just a dude in a darkly lit basketball Gym. court yeah, just... with no fucking lights on, and he just like basically like takes a shot and it goes like yeah and he like, just well, like that's not a teaser sweats <laughs> yeah that's not a teaser and also we've had sweat mechanics for six years we yeah. don't care like if you're not gonna what they might have might as well have done is done a really nice little vignette and then said nba 2k 21 is coming out yeah that trailer was not graphically no it was not ps5 truth, that at trailer, all yeah my bad, I cut you off here. I'm sorry I talk so fucking much. My 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 thought was that even that little thing did not look next-gen impressive. It looked like the same as like a PS4 next-gen reveal of like one model looking great. Yeah. So I don't really think it looked that. It's whatever. They don't care, bro. They like sports. They're going to buy your game no matter what. Just make sure your mechanics work and make yep. sure your rosters are updated and make sure your rules are updated. Yep. And then we saw Bug Snacks, which was, I don't even know what. It's from the dude who made Octodad. Uh, yeah. And you just go to an island and eat bugs, or bugs turn into whatever. I don't even. They turn into what they eat. I don't know. Yeah, we can kind of skip it, but I will say that, like, apparently the buzz about it is it's actually a really disturbing horror game. Uh, because what it's about is, like, you eat stuff, and when you eat things, it's kind of a Kirby effect. Because at one point, a character is like, oh, town hall's on fire, but I can't do anything with these wiener hands. Mm -hmm. And it's like because he fucked up and he ate like wieners, which made his body have wiener hands. And now like he can no longer be useful. And it's like it looks playful and silly, but apparently it's actually going to be like a really 
kind of morbid, dark horror game that well, is I think based it's... on this weird thing of you eating living creatures and absorbing them. And depending on what you eat, it's like a puzzle type horror shit. Yeah. I think that's, I think like something similar was in Octodad. It's like that was some weird game that had something deeper to it that was not on the surface. You know, I don't, I never played it. Um, then we got the Demon Souls remaster, which looks fucking amazing. Um, and I'm excited to just be able to play through with a community again. Cause I played Demon Souls when it came out, but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I quit yeah. I quit at Flame Lurker and then came back a year later and beat him first try and then you know never I never finished it until like 2 or 3 years ago I I went through and beat it start to finish and Yeah, kind of kind of similar on my point. Yeah. Uh like I didn't play Demon's Souls until after my first Souls games was 2. So I went from 2 to 1 to Demon's and then I never beat Demon Souls, and I beat it like two years ago. Uh, even though I didn't realize like I had beaten it before, but I just I just didn't go kill the moss clump and the thing. Oh the yeah, final yeah. Thing you have to do. Mm-hmm. I thought that like, oh, this is gonna be the hardest area of the game, and it's like, no, just walk in here and kill this branch, and you're done. But uh, yeah, I think that mo- most likely right now we should reserve this for another episode because this is like an hour long conversation. Um, there's so much to talk about with souls, a demon souls to dark souls, and I will say, I actually for the episode for, for the sake of the episode, I don't, I don't want, I want to say that this is this was the most exciting moment of yeah. the launch for me. Yeah, this was definitely. the moment where I freaked out, where I got excited. I noticed, oh my god, this looks like a ground up rebuild, mm-hmm. it's just not the remaster. You know, we're all used to we got Dark Souls remastered. Which was they took the original source code and cleaned it up. This really does look kind of like they just remade it. Yeah, now we don't know. Yeah, we really don't know until we see the maps. Because I would imagine, like, damn, Sven or Korimota, like, like you don't have to remodel the whole world. I imagine they can save the frame grid of the world. God, I couldn't imagine painstakingly recreating every crevice of the of a game like that especially a game with no map so i imagine yeah, like they maybe they the reuse some assets yeah but this really looks like they're rebuilding every character and i'm guessing they're taking a look at all the gameplay mechanics we saw that when dark souls remastered came out they gave us the option to use passwords and they updated the whole invasion and co-oping thing to the newer games to make it work better because the old games were dated and demon souls definitely has a bunch of mm-hmm. dated yeah uh uh systems like the world tendency thing what are they gonna do there's the whole fractured mode fiasco was that a glitch like is there gonna be a weird mode uh so i think i'm kind of just like holding that all inside for like next time so we can like talk about just souls for an hour Because this is really great. Like, seeing Demon Souls being announced. uh, Yeah, I'm just really excited to play it and, like, appreciate it this time. Because, I mean, I loved it when it came out, but it broke me. You know, like, I I fell off of it. Whereas, you know, after I played Dark Souls, I stopped falling off of them. 
And when I went and replayed it, it was a, it's a great game. It's a lot yeah. easier than I thought. Not e- not easy per se, but it mechanically is a lot more forgiving than Dark Souls, you know, and and Sekido and then Bloodborne. You know, like they they got. I don't know. It's still pretty hard. It's, it's hard, st- but I, I know what you mean though. Mechanic wise, there's not so many. You know, things like in Sekido, like Dragon Rot is like fuck. Yeah. Like, cause in Dark Souls, it comes to a point where you go fuck. I can die a million times, but in Sekido, it's like oh no, Dragon Rot. Uh, but. But yeah, it was, it was still pretty tough. There's some, sh- there are definitely parts in Demon's Souls right now that I'm, I'm like, I can't wait to play it. And then I think about this one zone, and I'm like, fuck, that yeah. poison world. Yeah, they're blight. Where the boss isn't even the. Yeah, they're they're blight town. It's yeah, that or, one's terrible. That one, that's the zone that broke two PS3s that I bought. It really? like overheated them. Yeah. Wow. It's it had a lot of you know particles and shit going on but yeah we will have a whole episode where we talk souls that's going to be the next one uh we might have yeah, a guest. I think the next one we'll have a, we may have a guest to some bro uh, we'll have him come in we'll do some sun talk uh so after that we saw death loop which we've seen before but it's the time travel fps game where you're like assassins and each one has like you know a person like they have it's, it's almost like a movie trailer almost like a the way that they they kind of lay it out, each character is like given a little vignette, and you know, yeah, yeah, it's very it, Tarantino style, mm-hmm. yeah, like movie kind of seventies uh, exploitation style, yeah, type thing. Yeah, it looks really cool though, and it looks, it looks like neat, the shooting is going to be a lot of fun. What was after that? Uh, after that, we saw Resident Evil Eight, which I thought was going to be a Bloodborne remaster when I saw it at first because of like. The, the werewolf. Yeah, the werewolf. Like <laughs> it was a very bloodborne werewolf. Yeah, I will say it was a very bloodborne werewolf. Um, but it's another first-person Resident Evil. Uh, but this time, it's called Resident Evil Eight: The Village. Um, or well, not the village, village, which they use the eight to spell village, basically, which is Roman, Roman numeral eight. You know. Um, yeah, which was leaked. Yeah, uh, two months ago, I think. Um, I didn't like resident evil 7 um i couldn't get through it i didn't like the gameplay at all um so i'm not hyped for it at all i didn't play seven dude um i just bought (laughs) i just bought six right now it's on sale for seven (laughs) dollars um i love resident evil six everybody hates it i love it uh i'm not really a resident evil guy man i've been playing them since i was a kid since they came out but like I play them, they're Capcom, but it's just not really my dig, bro. Like these new remakes are cool, but they're not really my shit. I like six and five because they're like action games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, I guess maybe I would like them. I just haven't really tried. I never played seven. I'm sure they're great. I love Capcom. I stand behind them. Seven, you know what I mean, seven is good. Don't let Aaron fool you. I just no, felt I like you. the it's gameplay was trash. I felt like. The VR gameplay is even better, and I, I know both of you guys are rolling your eyes at that. But I'm not rolling my eyes at you, bud. It's just the first. I am. I mean, I'm not. I'm not rolling my eyes at that because first person can work when it needs to work, but I personally usually don't. I like to see my character, so I when I have first person, I feel like there's a bunch of the there's a bunch of shit I can't. See. I feel like tunnel vision. That's why first person for me makes me feel weird. There are some games I do like. I'm still waiting. One day they're going to remake Time Splitters 2, and I'm going to be excited. 
Um, when, uh, in fact, when they showed the trailer for the game you were talking about, Aaron, I thought it was Time Splitters too. But say again, Keith, I missed you on that. Uh, Time Splitters, uh, Future Perfect, or whatever that is. I liked Time Splitters too, the one before that. Okay. Yeah. Future Perfect was great too. The Vin Diesel looking dude. Yeah. Uh, I loved Time Splitters too. Great game, and we love it. I love it. Um, I don't roll my eyes at first person games. I mean, some of them I can do. No, no, no. We it's roll our just, eyes at VR. Uh, roll our eyes at the VR is what Aaron did. Oh, um, I don't have VR. No. It, it's it's a good game, man. Um, I, I bet you it is. If you don't have it, I definitely. If you got it on sale, it's been on sale a bunch. I think even Days of Play, it was on sale for ten bucks. Um, I don't know what it is right now, but uh, but if you if you got it, man, just... I got to a part that's like one of those boss fights where you have to do like cinematic shit, and it pissed me off so bad that I was like, no, I literally it's was like, I'm not doing fight. this. Oh, you didn't want to do the gimmicky stuff? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. no, I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it, and I literally turned the game off, and I will never play it again. It's the same thing that happened to me with uh, Far Cry Five. Then I, just give it to Jesse, then. It's a PC game, you dickweed. Even if he did give it to me. Like, first off, I buy games even if I'm broke. I don't care. I like to buy games. So I will try 7 when I get a chance eventually. And maybe I'll just buy it. Maybe I will just go fucking buy it. Like, I just bought... What the fucking game? I don't even know what games I just bought. I just bought two games. Nah, just wait. Um, it goes on uh, sale literally all the time. So don't get yeah. your money unless it's on sale then. It's just the aesthetic and what's going on. I don't really give a fuck about. I don't really give a fuck about. Zo- I went so hard on zombies in my late teens, early twenties. Well, seven film. is less and zombies. Fucking, yeah, it's the family. It's like the. It's like the. It's like the swamp family. But yeah, anyway, I just don't yeah. like when they're like, you have to do this fight in this exact way, and you have to figure it yeah. out on your own. That shit annoys me. I'm like, let me play the game. Yeah. All you have to do is let her kill you. And he's making it be this No, no, big... no, 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 no. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about the fucking dad. Oh. Okay. You have to, like, stealth around him, and he paths, and you. It's it frustrated me to no end. Like, I tried it, I think, five times, and I was like, I'm going to punch something, so I'm just going to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's a story, man. It's It's Resident Evil story. It's not a game. It's it's a tall tale Resident Evil story. Yeah, and I don't play Telltale games. <laughs> and it's well, funny because Senya loves Resident Evil Seven, and she was so hyped. Like when I was like, "I'm gonna play it, I'm starting it," and then the next day I was like, "Fuck this game! I can't believe anyone likes this." <laughs> I was so, so mad. So in Seven uh, or Biohazard, they actually do the same thing where the V is a five, mm-hmm. and then. I, you know, same thing. Yeah, contextual Roman numeral shit. Anyway, uh, next. so next. next is a game called Pragmata, which was another survival horror game, maybe, or sci-fi survival game, not horror. But The they, Giger one? I think. They didn't really uh, there give was us... One that looked, the one that looked kind of Giger-y. No, it, it, it's ca- this is the Capcom one that you're thinking of. Um... And it looks like you're a spacesuit inside, like, Times Square-ish? That's the one I was thinking of. Sorry. Okay, so unfortunately we misjudged a game way earlier on, uh, about 17 hours ago. Uh, yeah, this one doesn't tell you shit. Spaceman, uh, you have some kind of uh, Cyrax from Mortal Kombat green net you can shoot yep. Yep, to yep. divert fucking satellites. And then you have a hologram 
of a girl that you like if you notice he does something that is actually kind of cool there is a current technology where what you do is is you spray these ion particles in the air and then you can like project holograms into the air and it's kind of neat and what he does is he gets it shows this astronaut looking dude wearing astronaut suit in like what looks like Times Square he sprays a bunch of photon shit and then he makes a hologram and the hologram turns into a girl and then some kind of like event starts happening so he wants to save the girl and we just watched like a spaceman like kind of like save a girl i got you and that's it like there's no context it's very it is the original death stranding reveal <laughs> just yeah, fucking that's bullshit that's what i was going to say it's very death stranding yeah, it's, it's very like, what is this look how and cool and the fact that it's capcom makes me think okay cool i trust I trust Dude, it'll be something. Capcom has shit the bed so many times. Don't trust them. <laughs> no, I didn't say I trust it would be good. I just I trust that it'll be Capcom. So it's going to be something we understand. I'll trust Capcom when Deep Down comes out. <laughs> mm, I mean, do we? It's never happening. Really, you're gonna die on the Deep Downhill? Yeah, don't show me like, games. Don't show me trailers for games you're not. Bro, gonna we got out. Deep Down. It was Dragon's Dogma. No, Dragon's Dogma came out before Deep Down. No, I know, but like, it's like, Deep Down's never going to happen. Should happen. Even though Colin Moriarty says he played a build of it. Like, they were doing that shit where, like, they had those behind-the-doors builds that only people with passes could play, and Deep Down exists. Yeah, I've heard a couple people talk about that they had played it at E3 at some point. But I have no idea what it is. The big big end game was, uh, like the big game that they closed the show out with was Horizon Forbidden West, which looks fucking incredible. This is the last game? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, so we're at the end, so we can talk. Uh, Go ahead, Keith. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This game is beautiful. It is so beautiful. I think this is like the showpiece. Yeah. Yeah, like um, this yeah. shows you next gen graphics. Did you guys play and beat Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. Yeah, this it. looks just like her. I didn't see any, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. I didn't see any graphical improvement. I just uh, saw, oh, cool, another Horizon. Look Go at her back face. And watch the underwater scene in her face. Yeah, it's, dude. That's a, that's a CGI. That's a no, 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 no. That was gameplay. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. There's... No, when she's under in the crocodile swimming above her. Yeah, they then it's the camera goes around her and she starts swimming. Okay, I mean, I, I think no, I look, I think it looks great, but I don't think it's a huge graphical. It's the same thing that I'm saying about like PS4 to five. I don't think our graphics are getting any better. It's just going to be performance. It's like Horizon Zero Dawn is incredible looking already. So this is just more incredible. It is, but uh, but. This takes it up a notch. Um, okay. This more rendering, more detail. Uh, this does take it up a notch. They, you could tell that they put the focus into this game. Now, we're not going to get it on launch. It's going to be revealed at a later time. Yeah. Which is good. You give them time. And it had a lot of cool fantasy looking shit in it. <laughs> like dragon looking weird shit. Oh, yeah. There's an Asian element. There's like mm-hmm. a whole like. There's a whole like kind of China type thing where they had the big the Shen they had a, they had a Shenron they had a Shenron robot mm-hmm. yeah which is actually really cool because in the first game all of the robot animals were based on like actual animals kind of the Thunderbird is obviously not existing but uh, hopefully this will have more fantastical stuff my favorite part of the trailer was the tortoise 
with the with the moss. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that robot hasn't moved in thirty years, or I mean, I guess it wouldn't be thirty years because Aloy is still alive. So maybe, but you know, like you see this like mound of like what seems to be rock and moss, and it's just the shell of this robot tortoise. That was really neat to me because it made me think of like how much time did it take for that moss to grow and how still has that robot been? It just got activated. Are its joints rusty? And like that was really neat. The other thing as well was like uh, OG animals, like real animals are back, but they're also dying from some kind of virus that's being trans. Like they're eating plants and like getting sick. So there's now somehow the AI has made a virus that is infecting organic material and the animals are dying from this. So I thought that was pretty sick. I, it looks great. I thought Horizon was incredible. I loved it. So I'm excited for this. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, she's very she's very Lara. She's nowhere near. I mean. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I was waiting. I, I mean, mean, you I, have to. Yeah. She's very Lara, bro. She has a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And. Like, I guess it's the only thing. But I mean, uh, Lara's definitely better. Um, okay, all right. Your your man crush is coming in. I don't have a crush. I don't crush on things like that. It just I I like Lara as a person, not just because she's like, you know, big titty goth girlfriend. It's like I don't care about that. Like I like Lara because I grew up knowing her character. And Aloy is actually pretty cool. And when you play through the game, like. It's a neat story, you know, like her mom and everything. Uh, but I think this looks great. The first Horizon was awesome. I have it. I'm stoked to replay it. And you know what's even funny? Like I haven't even played the damn Winter DLC. So I have a whole DLC of like snow gameplay to play that's really fun. And I think the DLC is only, what, 10 bucks, And it's usually on sale for like 5 So I don't mind. But uh, I definitely think Horizon looks cool. It's it's another Spider-Man, God of War, uh, Persona Five. It's another like AAA system seller. Mhm. Easy. Was Persona on Xbox? I hope not. Was it? I don't think so. No. Awesome. Good. I still like console exclusivity. Well. Nintendo couldn't let PlayStation have their little uh, time in the spotlight. So on uh, 617, they came out with their news. It's kind of more of a Pokemon Direct, but uh, the main thing we got out of it is uh, former guest, our buddy uh, Mikey O'Day's Wet Dream, um, the new Pokemon Snap. Actually, that's what it's called, new Pokemon Snap. Um, there's It's called new Pokemon Snap, like new Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. Wow. So they're not getting creative on their names, but that's what I was gonna say. Give it up, give it know, up to Nippon. This is a game that literally, uh, you know, the Pokemon fans have been asking for. I don't know if it's something that they should have got, but we'll see. Um, hopefully, they don't try and use the gyroscope and all that. So you have to like move the switch around to take the pictures. Um, but this we is, will see, man. This is one of those games. That I never, I was like, I didn't get it on 64. Like, who the fuck wants to play a guy taking pictures of Pokemon? All right, all right, all right. All right. so as a kid, this game was a lot of fun because, um, yes, you could take pictures. But depending on the pictures you take of the Pokemon, you're kind of like, it's on like on the rails. 
Yeah, you're like in a car that someone else you're is literally, driving. Literally, you're on like a like a like a like a train cart. So, I mean, as a kid, I mean, it's a simple game where if you take pictures of Pokemon, yes. But depending on when yes. and how you take pictures, you unlock different um, paths and different uh, Pokemon that comes out, things like that. Now, the coolest part was not any of that. It was actually taking your memory card to Blockbuster. and then oh, to get the print. printing your pictures. <laughs> pictures. God See, now look, dude. Like this is it's dope shit because the reason why Pokemon Snap is dope, and I never owned it or had extended periods of time with it, but I played it a few times. It's the same reason for me personally why Beyond Good and Evil One is really good. So, are you familiar at all with like Beyond Good and Evil One? Your main character is like technically a journalist who has a camera. Yeah. So, and the whole world is just anthropomorphized animals and then also there's enemies and like animals in the world and every time you take pictures of a different like species like and you go to your camera upload station you they're like oh you got a picture of the whirly bird and you know maybe the merchant is a big rhino and like you took a picture oh you got a picture of the rhino guy and that levels your shit up and it's like a photo collect game um uh, pokemon snap is on paper fucking stupid but if you're a person who likes that idea, because in Pokemon Snap, you may only have like three seconds to get a picture of a little snake dude that only appears out of this bush for a moment when you're riding by. So it creates like kind of an incentive and a fun collection thing of photography collection thing if you're into that. And I can only imagine uh, new world game development, somebody taking the idea of Pokemon Snap and making something now and even though it's niche and kind of weird, like it's just probably going to be cool as fuck if you're into taking pictures of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like another, it's basically going to be another cool puzzle game. So it's going to be, it's going to be another pu- fucking puzzle game. So that's nice. I think it's cool. I won't play it because I don't have any Nintendo shit other than my 2DS that I got from John. Because <laughs> his big titty girlfriend cheated on him. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Damn, dude. Well, <laughs> damn, bro. I'll call his shit out. Are you really gonna just no, we talked about, like about that? it. That's why we when I got it, it was bad juju. Yeah, I don't know if he talked about like, it on the air. It's like buying, he bought a gift for a lover, and then he's like, hey, I'm not giving to them, to them anymore. Um, do you want it? And I was like, fuck yeah. And I, and I was thinking like, I have this 2DS that has the death of a relationship in it. I'm sorry, John. John's <laughs> so tex. He's so tex. Yeah. I don't know about you guys if you look at him on Instagram, but John, he's Texas as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wears fucking cowboy hats. And I, I, there is not much on earth I hate more than cowboy attire. I how like. What's that? No, bro, how about his tattoo? He's got a tattoo of the, the outline of the state of Texas on his back, but the, the outline is, is like a rope, like a lasso. Yeah, dude. I think he's a G, man. He's a gangster. I want to peel oh, his like skin him. off and turn that rope into a noose and hang myself with it when I see that. <laughs> I hate cowboy Fuck hats. That. I hate cowboy boots. <laughs> I hate cowboy belt buckles. I hate cowboys. I hate white people <laughs> that are fucking rednecks. I have hatred. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even... I, I don't get it. He doesn't look white, though. He looks, he looks Hispanic to me. Oh, no. Uh, that's why I didn't say John. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, cause he's always got like a nice pair of tight jeans, nice big belt buckle, shirt tucked in, cowboy hat, cigarette in his mouth, and a beer in his hand all the time. I fucking love it. And I always met, I always comment the same shit. I always say, God damn, you so tex. Cause his uh, name is John So Tex. I'm like, you're so tex, bro. That's like it's so he like his him and his buddies love like taking like shotgun and beer cans. I thought he like, was he in South <laughs> Texas. I thought it was John South Texas. No, he's so Texas. Oh motherfucker. God. I mean, he might be South Texas, but I also so you. I also inherently hate people who love where they're from. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that because being from like I'm Dominican. Yeah, bro, your parents uh, fucked there. Get over it. Yeah, like I'm Dominican or like people like Dominican or Puerto Rican or Cuban. Anyone who like walks around like I'm Puerto Rican man or I'm Dominican and they have like the they have they'll have like a belt with the flag. Like like Colombians love it because it's a really easy flag because it's a it's just three stripes. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's too proud of where they come from, I'm like you're an idiot because you're taking pride in something you had no control over. You didn't over. do anything. That's like, that's like someone who walks around like flexing because they're from Georgia and Georgia won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, you're not on the. Dude, you, you're I, not on the I'm team. just a hater. That shit drives <laughs> me nuts. I'm like, a place that you, your parents shot you out of, your mom shot you out of her pussy there, dude. Fucking relax. <laughs> you did nothing. You actively. While your mom was birthing you, she shit on the floor yeah. and your dad watched it. Yeah, dude. And the thing is, you've also done nothing since. Because, look, that's like me being proud of Florida. I never left. You know why I didn't leave? Because it's fucking expensive. <laughs> that's it. I did nothing. I, I don't care about Florida. I don't care about anywhere. The, everywhere is the same. It's just fucking mm. ground, sky. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> some people like live. where they're from. Some people like, like, I really like my city. I like where I'm from. I don't hate my city. I like my, I like where I live. I like Would you city. say you put on for your city, on, on for your city? Do you rep your city? I don't know what that means. I do rep my city. I do rep my city. Uh, yes. And we're, we're actually, we're having, we won't get to, we're having actually a thing right now. I'm delegation right around here trying to figure out uh, to get a change of name from where I'm from. And uh, due to current shit, we won't get into it. But like, for real, like, you know, I love my city, but I do feel like we, maybe we should change the name of where we're from and all this shit because times change, but whatever. But I do love where I'm at and I'm, you know, a lot of a lot of my friends are like, I fucking hate South Florida, and I hate uh, Fort Lauderdale and Plantation, and I hate this. And, you know, I'm I'm not really going out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, there's like a lot of that, but like, fuck that, dude. I like I love where I'm from, and I'm not gonna turn my back on it. It's not perfect. I'm from, but you know, Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> Hollywood sucks dick though hollywood does have go bistro which is the greatest place on earth so exactly there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and even though you're not going out that much anymore you know sometimes you can go out and get a good <laughs> bowl of ramen at go bistro you know what i mean dude i can't wait to eat ramen again <laughs> i've had it recently from lucky cat and they they do a really good job of um packing it but the noodles all stick together and they don't really have great noodles their broth is great and their eggs are incredible at uh, Lucky Cat, where we went, Jesse. Remember you and I met yeah. there when you were. Yeah, they had a good. They had a good presentation. Well, they've my changed. My only qualm was that the bro- like the actual ramen bowl, um, I could have put my face in it, and I wouldn't have even got a little bit of a burn. It needed to be a little hotter. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Other than that, it was very tasty. Well, they I do. They okay. go there maybe three times a week. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not for ramen. 
Yeah, because the, um, they're owned by the company that are the the people that they're the same people that own Beg for More, which is Keith's favorite sushi. Um, and so it's a they're like both of those are really close to Keith, but that one's like literally like a block away. I made it a point to go there as much as I could during lockdown while mm-hmm. they were open because they literally just opened right before uh, yeah. you know, everyone went into lockdown, and I was like, no, they're you know. They're not taking this from me. They're not going under. So definitely support your local uh, restaurants. Yeah, just to support whatever you like. You know, if you like your shit. Literally, I would go there, and you know, if I if I can't spend you know twenty bucks on a meal, that's a little bit too much. I just get a JB roll for seven bucks, and then be on my way. Hey, dude, or just go to the strip club next door and get a BJ roll. (laughs) Just get a BJ and roll out. When you were oh, out of town, we never went there to get ramen, and we were standing in the parking lot. I'm having a cigarette, and I'm just staring at the strip club, and I'm just like, "Where is it a strip club? What the dude, hell?" Dude, that talking? little it's, building dude, just south right of it there. is a strip club and a tarot card. Well, the tarot card place is closed, but the place yeah. that has the there's a little strip club in there. Just oh. walk outside oh. the door of the ramen place and look left, and there's a strip club right there. And I was staring at the door, and I was like, "We need to get out of here because I'm about to go in there, I get a BJ, and there, roll out." <laughs> no, no, I never get service. No, no, I'm just clubs, kidding. I, I like to go. No, I know, but I don't get like service at them. But I like going in and seeing titties and whatever. <laughs> and I just knew, like, dude, get the fuck out of here because if I walk in there, my bank account's empty, and I might end up in handcuffs. Like, it's gonna be crazy. So like yeah, but yeah, go get a BJ roll or a JB. Um, I. Uh, so that's the intro of the podcast. Next, we're gonna get into the second segment. We have fourteen hours left in the podcast. Everyone, my ass is asleep. I, uh, I am gonna get Go Bistro. They're doing. They're packing uh, ramen to go too. So I'm probably gonna do that tomorrow. I've been wanting it really bad. Give me some spicy nice. curry ramen with. Uh, and then I'll have diarrhea like I did during this show, but you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> get it with the fried chicken. Oof, oof, magoof, so good. But that oof, is that is it for this episode. It's gone three hours and two minutes. Oh, three hours hey, and man. five minutes. That's how we do it. That's that's how it gets down. We always say it won't be too long, but that's how we spread the love. Maybe a little bit. I talk too much, but. <laughs> Let's just hundred percent fun. <laughs> this episode is mostly you, FYI, but it's okay. So what people come I'm sorry, to this guys. week for? I mean, I talk. We, I mean, we're here talking and you know having fun, and we're talking about the games and stuff. And I just God want to it. express my feelings. God damn it, Jesse! Why yeah, do you, you can fix it? It's right there. Do the, the things you do. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? You know, I never saw that movie. No, it's at the end. Editing's not that hard. Anyways, we love editing's everybody. not that hard. Then why don't you do it, bitch? I would love to, and I totally would. You can't even get Skype shit. to work, you son of a bitch. So don't tell me editing is too hard. I'm good at editing like files and shit. I just, just I have shitty. What you need I to have edit 95... is your fucking monologues. Okay, how about that? I'm sorry. So you guys want to find us <laughs> on facebookcom slash nerds podcast? Oh, sorry, I thought I was on there. <laughs> no, that was really good. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. All right. Well, um, you know, you could also uh, email us in. Do we have any emails? Have you no, checked? Oh, we nothing this. We do. Do we, do we want to hit one? I forgot. Shit, we do. 
Uh, sure. It's Hyatt Sutton. Uh, hashtag always a zero is the email. Hyatt, I'm sorry. If you've listened this long, you deserve this. Uh, he said, hey, y'all, I'm trying to let y'all know the podcast continues to, continues to be the bee's knees. Demon Souls trailer dropped yesterday, which I'm sure you guys will cover. Uh, and then he said, Dark Souls 2 is the only game I haven't beaten yet, minus Demon Souls and Sekido. Any chance I could get y'all for a summon or two? Uh, thanks again. Podcast Fuck is you. dope. Uh, yeah, I've got characters all over the place in Dark Souls 2. Um, yeah, same here. It's uh, tricky. This- because of soul level or soul memory but that's true yeah that yeah that's true dark souls 2 did fuck up with soul memory but i would say you know my playstation network is jester j-e-s-t-e-r 954 jester 954 send me a message and say again keith because he reps his city (laughs) put on for my city yeah because i I rep my city jester 954 i'm the jester and i'm 954 i always spell it because people often think i'm saying chester like in Lincoln Park, but it's a uh, Jester, like the clown. Uh, Jester954, just send me a message and say like Dark Souls 2 or whatever, because I'm not going to know your name. Uh, or message Aaron at what? Ted Danson IRL. That's correct. Ted Danson, T E D D A N S O N I R L. Yeah, and if we're around to have the time, you know, the thing about these games, Souls games, is you may be having a level eight problem, and if you get somebody to help you, you're down to a level five, four of yeah. difficulty. Like it's it's a lot easier sometimes if you have a little bit of help. Well, Dark Souls uh, and Dark two. Souls two yeah. is a bitch. Yeah, it has some shit. Uh, and I just actually have I have the the I have my game out because I helped a buddy um, beat Pursuer the other day, um, and he asked me to help him beat. The fucking guy uh, with the Eastern armor, uh, like the the kind of Asian inspired armor oh. that you fight. I forget his that name. That armor is really good. I yeah. wear it for a good part mm-hmm. of the game for a while. I forgot where. Where the fuck do you fight that he's character? A, he's like a weird, like half boss in that game. But I, I think it's a. It, I think it's like one of the invasions. Uh no, I know who no? you're thinking about, but um, I don't know. I'm I might be wrong too, but it's okay. Whatever, Eastern armor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, write us in, and we'll do that. I'm sorry, Hyatt. You deserved more than that, but um, I'm ready. Well, to fall well no. If you want to talk soul stuff, tune in in two weeks. We'll be um, probably we we may have another Sunbro guest, and we may talk. Like we didn't go in on demons tonight, but I think we might end up talking some from soft yeah, next time. Yeah, next time it's probably gonna be all souls. But I am ready for bed. Uh, and I love you guys. Write us in, nerdstopodcast at gmail.com. Um, I'll probably be streaming Last of Us 2 tomorrow, uh, which will be today for a lot of you, which is Saturday, but I'll, I'm going to try and stream a bit of my playthrough, at least some of it, um, and that's at uh, twitch.tv forward slash nerdstopodcast, uh, and then our Instagram is nerdpodcast, and you know what? PS5 looks great. Fuck you, Keith. Yeah, I think it looks fucking dope. It looks. And, uh, I, I don't love really this. Care about the design. I love the Seto Kaiba meme where it's like they put his head on it because <laughs> you know he wears uh, the guy from Yu Gi Oh wears like that white trench coat with the high collar. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh, there's a bunch of those that I've seen. Yeah, because like they just take anybody with a white jacket mm-hmm. with a big collar and put their head on it. <laughs> yeah, there's been some funny ones. Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Anyways, we will talk. It's been, to you. it's been a blast, guys. Thank you so much for uh, d- you know, podcasting this long with me. 
Keith, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me on. It was nice to talk to you. <laughs> Keith, of course. Keith and I are going to go what? on a road trip soon to pick up a scooter, so that's going to be fun. Oh, no shit. Keith, y'all, one day you'll get your Death Stranding back. Y'all might be Sunburrows, but we're going to be Scooter Bros. That's right. Scooter, scooter Boys. <laughs> oh, God. There's yeah. a seat on the back for you, Jesse. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I'll be in, in the back on rollerblades trying to keep up. Okay. Like sweating. You'll be scooting. <laughs> I've seen you on the rope. Skates, I've seen you on skates on quads. Oh yeah, you're you pretty. Moves. You're you're pretty good. Yeah, you are. Yeah. No one's yeah, better than me on quads, but I mean, whatever. It's I can do a yeah. 360, so it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Keith will figure something out. I know I still have your death stranding. You know, it's hilarious. I've never even launched it once. Mm. Uh, I feel so bad. I just have it. I'll I also tell have your you, Batman DS game that I'll get back to. I will but tell you this. I'll never launch Death Stranding ever. Yeah, I've been thinking recently. I'm like, I'm going to have to give it back. Maybe try it. Like, <laughs> Senya was like, I'm going to play it. I'm like, maybe I should play it to bond with Senya. And I'm like, nah, nah, I don't think so. Do you have I, w- I really want to play it, though. But I'm just do, probably not. Do you have an hour before you even have to pick up the controller? You know what's your fault that I haven't? tried the game because when you talked about it you said before you even play it you have to sit through two hours of a movie you're right and and if you never said that i would have launched the game <laughs> no you would have turned. i it would have no dude I, I i'm a metal gear guy i i was used to that but for some reason when you said that i've never launched it because of that and i really want to know what those cool gold skeleton masks are about because they look really neat well, anyways, find out. Have fun downloading it. Instead of turning it on, why don't you shut it down? Shut it down. It's been a great time, everyone. We love you. And we'll see you. We ya. hope you guys tune tune in. But uh, we'll see you whenever. We'll see you when we see you. Take care of yourselves, everyone. <laughs>